Warning, what you're about to hear is intended to make you laugh a lot, while also hearing some cool people talk about the cool shit they're doing. If you're easily offended or just can't take a joke, then you should turn this off right now. Otherwise, turn this shit up and hang on. Welcome to the ghetto. Welcome to the Get Up. Yes, yes. Joined here today with Delano Bridges. Thanks again for coming out. Appreciate thank it. You, thank you. Nice and honor. we have Terrell. Trail. 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 Go ahead. Okay. Spell that. Spell it. Yeah, yeah. R A L E. All right. All right. Oh, say that one again. Trail. There we go. Gotcha. Now I can hear you better. Gotcha. Sorry. Now I can hear myself too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as Tay Diggs. <laughs> no, what's uh, the wood? What's from the wood? Uh, uh his character from the wood. Yeah. Oh man, I remember what his name is. It's not I, Slim. I can't do it though. Slim. It's somebody, Slim. Somebody, Slim somebody, no somebody tagged me on Facebook with a picture, and I thought of you though. Really? Yeah, you look just like you look like him. I'm like, no, I don't look like him. <laughs> so we're here today. Uh, we're all fans of a film. We wanted to do a, a movie episode. Talk about a lot of the things going on in in movies right uh as consumers and also potential makers of uh, a film and everything there's a there's a lot of things going on nowadays that we you know and we've had discussions delano about like uh specifically like the recycling of everything you know we've we went to that that deep conversation about like (laughs) everything is just what came before it spun a different way essentially and uh yeah, we wanted to get together, kind of talk about those things. Uh, I'm gonna kick it off with because I was I told you just a little bit earlier. Yeah, I watched an atrocious movie last All night right, yeah, and I gotta today, get right? So I'm gonna look this thing up. But That's how you know it's bad when it, you say atrocious. It, well, so and I'm gonna pull up the the trailer for you. But this movie is called The Greasy Strangler, and <laughs> the okay, Greasy but, Strangler. Yeah, and, and some of the reviews are really funny. Right, some of the reviews are pretty funny. One was like, the best thing about it is the title. The worst thing about it is everything that comes after the title. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, uh, where is the trailer? This is a bizarre-ass movie. And it was really, really, really weird. To the point where, oh, I gotta put my age in? Jeez. That's trash. Why? Uh, we'll just is this a horror movie? Here. It's kind of like a comedy horror, but it's a really weird comedy. Like, uh... Think of like Napoleon Dynamite, kind of awkward, but even worse. Like there is just parts. I actually I stole a line from it. I've been using it all day. Bullshit artist. I, that's <laughs> I've been telling my son all day. I'm like you're a bullshit artist. Biker is dead. Okay, so now I'm shit scared, Janet. That's so weird. I'm calling because I think it just might be possible. My dad Ronnie is the Greasy Strangler. Now you probably think I'm the Greasy Strangler. I never said that. Tell you a secret. <laughs> I am the Greasy Strangler. Hey, I call bullshit on that. <laughs> I kind of did put you in a, the van and pull it out of my door. Like, what is this? <laughs> Super trash. Hey, yo, and this music is throughout the whole movie. Oh, man. 
official selection at Sundance. So oh, that's why I gave it a watch. I was I like, mean, all right, you know, in the film yeah, magazine, they can do it. <laughs> so and 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 that goes to what I was saying earlier, right? Like, that was what I was going to earlier. If if that can get made, oh my god, <laughs> anything that we can come up I, with, I bet it was like one of those things to where the script was super original, like in the sense of the absurdity of it and the ridiculousness of it. That's kind of why Sundays picked that up because that that trailer was awful. But you know, names have a, a big part to do with it too, though. The Greasy Strangler. Yeah, it's, I would I'm, never in a million years pick that up. Like I, <laughs> I, Strangler, I'm automatically think, okay, serial killer. Right. What's what, greasy about him? Like because <laughs> he walks around covered in grease. That's like literally, terrible. he is covered in grease and he kills people. That's the dumbest thing. It's ever. it's really weird. Like when he's eating, he's like, <laughs> oh, I though. need yeah, more it grease. Is, it is. It is. There's got to be more grease in my food. More. This is too dry. It needs to be greasier. Like it's really weird. And the weirdest parts, because it didn't show, is like everyone's walking around in their underwear constantly, or they're in these crazy like knit shorts and shirts. And this old guy's dong is out the whole time. I mean, it's clearly a prosthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, it is the most <laughs> awkward thing. Ever. It's just Boogie Nights total <laughs> nude. Way worse than Boogie Nights. Just total nudity constantly. And, like, he's just always walking around with this thing hanging out. And did that get a G rating? Is that what that trailer said? I think that no, trailer said a G no. rating. No, it said G for Greasy, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's terrible. Rated Shouts out to that director for the creativity, but that's awful. It, 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 it was bizarre. Like, yeah. I fell asleep watching it last night. I tried to watch it the night before. And then today, when I was drinking my coffee this morning, I was like, I got to finish this. And, and Megan's like, I'm disturbed that you are watching this. And I'm like, <laughs> I have this you thing, You and your though, wife conversation on what you watch are always look, hilarious. Man. I have this thing, though. Like, if I started it, I got to see it through. I got to finish it. How do you think they pitched I don't know. Like, Yo, I, no I, clue. I was just about meets. <laughs> no I was clue. just about to say, like, who gets with, with bad movies as a whole? Who should take more to the blame, the writer or the director? Because as a director, you could be just coming into it and shooting somebody's vision. But as right. a writer, how do you write that? Like, they want it to be well. It was written and directed by the same person. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. But as it? an actor, how do you sign on to that? Like I don't know. They probably man. Was like my dong was gonna be out the whole time. It could have been like it could have been like it was clearly a fake one. It was clearly fake. <laughs> man, that's so funny. But I, I don't know, man. That's that's oh god, that's we it was atrocious. It was atrocially bad. Like it was so, and it was just so awkward. Like there was a couple funny parts mm -hmm. that they, but they were funny because they were so awkwardly weird. That it, yeah, it was like there's this one scene where the the girl and the son there he's doing something to her from behind and she's like oh yeah that's so sexy imagine right now in all seriousness if I farted like that part made me laugh because right. it was stupid Cause it was but <laughs> but because that's always odd because imagine that you're doing that with your wife stuff. and it's just like they fart like yo y'all you're killing the vibe <laughs> but it oh, was wow. just like it's so weird so let me ask this question being that you've seen this movie the I can't remember the title of the movie that the, the disaster movie is based off of. Oh, the room. So yeah. is it on that level of bad? Well, this is way more polished. <laughs> <laughs> you said disaster movie. So the, no, uh, the disaster artist. Yeah, oh, the disaster um, artist, um, which the was okay. which was the movie based on the making of the movie The Room. Uh, 
can't remember what the guy's name is no, right no. now. But basically, this this guy had a whole bunch of money. No one knows where. Like you can look him up, and still they don't know where all this money came from. This mysterious guy decides he wants to make a movie, and he gets some people to help him make a movie. But it was like so stupid. Like literally, in in the the whole disaster artist is based on the book written by the people that helped this guy make his movie and he just threw all this money around and literally had like a set of the alleyway built and they're like we could have just shot this in the alley and he's like no this is a real hollywood movie we're gonna do it in a set so funny james franco plays the guy in the movie right and like his scenes like no 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 this is just how hollywood works this is how hollywood works and he like that's a real thing he kept saying throughout it the very best is at the very end of the movie there's a scene where james franco and the real guy are at a party and james franco is playing him to his face and like they go back it's hilarious it was it was really funny actually disaster artist the disaster so the the best thing about it is the one, the reason I loved it the most is it was actually to me it was a really inspiring movie mm-hmm. because he did it. This guy made a horrible fucking movie, but he's he famous it. because of it. He did it right. That's one thing. I'm gonna do it. It sucked, but he still did it. And now he's famous because this movie is so horrible that they show it every year at film festivals. Man. Like it's garnered that much. It's of so bad you love it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they made another movie about his garbage movie. That's like that's crazy. Right there, yeah, it is free marketing. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a great real... it's, it's, it's a great. I just like James Franco like in those kind of like roles. Yes, I feel like that's where he he really is like at his best and at his peak. Yeah, it it was. It was really funny. There was like a they do like a shot by shot comparison at the end of the movie too. Stupid commercials. They do a shot by shot comparison to the the scenes from the real movie and the ones that they did for the making the the disaster artist, and they're like spot on. It's it's just funny. It is. Wow. Had to get my movie game up. But the narrative just doesn't like. There's no flow. It's it's fun. I usually watch movies like after the hype is over. I gotta hear why. Because people, you know, people hype a movie up. Maybe try asking it, but like, and like they don't know where his accent is. Like, <laughs> like there's just so much about this guy. No one knows about him. Don't talk about me, not to class, not to anybody. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> Shop on time. Try not fall asleep, everybody. Am I hearing an accent? He said he was from New oh, Orleans. No, no. What would you win? How old are you? No one, Greg age. You're 19. Yeah, I just turned 14. Wow, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday. Tommy was was O, that's what his name is. Mm. This is my movie, and this is my life. <laughs> it, it was good, like I said, it was inspiring. Well, we're all the same. Oh yeah, how's, how's that? We both have this dream. That we'll be famous. Yeah, I guess we do. <laughs> Every time I see the other dude, I think uh, James Franco's brother. Twenty One Jump Street. I could see you as Dracula. Yeah, that's what's the little brother's name? Yeah, that's uh Dave Franco. Yeah, he was in Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, he. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot, I forgot. Where were you born, Tommy? Greg, that's not part of the scene. Now, you want an easier question? Where does the money come from, huh? Stop! This is on camera! I know it's on camera, just like you want it. I do this whole movie for you, Greg! 
just take it again. Try to lose the accent. The rules to the claw myself. Oh snap! You know, I just thought about. He looks like uh, Tom Cruise in Vanilla Skies when he got the prosthetic kind of put on. <laughs> like that? Did y'all just see that? Like, like with that that whole turnaround thing? Like, remember that scene in uh, Vanilla Skies? Like when he was in the alleyway with his homeboy after he got drunk at the party, yeah. being super depressed. I love that movie. Uh, no, it's got a good memory, man. <laughs> it's been a while. But like, so these horrible movies that get made that's one of them right like how how does someone get funding so well obviously he this got, and this he did it himself he is, paid for it himself somehow and no one knew how he paid for it but like the greasy strangler like what audience are they aiming for with those kind of things and what's like the worst movie that you've seen that you just still can't stand so I, i'm a i'm a, a very much so what's the word i'm looking for in i'm the a now kind of person go ahead and like so I would have to really think about the worst movie I ever saw. And during this podcast, I'm going to come up with one. However, I did just recently see a bad movie that, again, I was taken aback about. And it was awful to me. (laughs) Widows. Widows with... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that one was supposed to be... Oh, my... It was... It was pitched... That trailer, I'm like, oh, my God. And it had a good cast? A great cast. Like Liam Neeson, uh, Viola Davis, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. I'm Uh, like, oh, my God. This movie's about to be amazing from this trailer, right? I go see this trash movie. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I I see movies later, though. But I like the movies. So, like, for me, going to the movies and seeing a bad movie, it's like, okay, whatever. And this is the only bad movie I saw last year. So, like, out of a year, one bad movie, that's not that bad. This movie did look... It looked looked amazing. And it looked like that whole thing. I don't remember what that guy's name is. He plays a punisher. Dolph Lundgren? Is that his name? Like, Maybe. I don't know. The one that was... Uh... Oh, and then the guy from Atlanta. I love him. Like, I'm like, this movie's going to be amazing. And in that scene where he's like, you're going to give me my money back. Like, he plays that menacing kind of character to where, like, you just don't know what's going to happen. It's just like, oh, my God. Every shot in this trailer was so dope. It was. And then this part right here where they're, like, at the funeral. And then he gives that, like, yeah. wave. Like, uh-huh. yo. And then Colin Farrell, like, oh, my God. I haven't seen Colin Farrell in forever. And then it just... It, 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 oh my up, gosh, huh? man! This, oh my this, gosh! This, this, this the best, the best part of the movie right here. Huh? Uh, it was just the, the way the plot was being driven. It it just was bad, man. Like every, I, I, there's not. Why don't we just make great trailers? I don't know. Like that, that, how many times? Have don't you even seen make a great the trailer, movie. Right? Just make a great trailer. <laughs> what they call Sizzlers? That's a Sizzler, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I don't know what this young lady's name is, but uh, with the short haircut, she gave a really great performance. Like a great performance. I can't. I would give kudos to her if I knew her name. Who gave the worst performance? Worst with uh, Viola Davis. Hands really, like, really, yeah, respectfully. Really? Like I love Viola Davis, but she almost is to the place to where every single scene she's kind of doing how to get away with murder, in my opinion. And I think I like I'm kind of over her cry scenes. I never want to see her cry in a movie or a scene ever again. Right. Because it's almost like the same. Like it's the same. And I agree. I I just don't want to see that from her. I want to see her get out of this. And all, I don't know if you've seen Suicide Squad. Imagine. Yeah. A, yeah. Imagine a. What's the, what's the word when you're um, like lose a spouse like grieving? grieving. Imagine yeah. a grieving Suicide Squad like okay. that. Okay. Like her, the way she played that character, she's just grieving throughout the whole tone of the movie she's not even really grieving for real it's like the ridiculousness of this movie is like <laughs> this, this this that that part we can do this because nobody expects us to the challenge that you, challenges in real life that you would have pulling something off like that with having no experience and no uh, nothing it's just like 
you will run into a lot more problems. Right. I, he did, he gave a great performance show. I can't think of what that guy's name is, but he plays in Atlanta and he plays. Uh, he was a white boy too. I didn't see white. I, I wanted to see white. I wanted to see. I didn't get a chance good. to see. Pretty good. I wanted to see that. But this that everything about this movie was awful. I just was very very much so like. <laughs> disappointed and it's probably because i went in with super high expectations off of that trailer that trailer was so dope at every shot i'm like there's no way this movie is be bad i never even like considered a, isn't that a common thing though where the trailer gives away the best parts of the movie and then you go there in was and no best like, part of this oh, movie though it was trash mm-hmm. and, and you know what's so crazy about predictability i saw that coming because there's a there's a quote-unquote twist. twist i saw that coming a million miles away <laughs> and this is, and if the thing is like okay, take take the movie, take us as like movie connoisseurs out of it, right? Gotcha. My wife saw it coming. She leaned over to me and said X, Y, and Z, and I was like, "You're absolutely right." She was Megan has started. <laughs> Megan has started picking up on some of that stuff, and she started making predictions. And I'll be like, "All right, let's see if it if it happens." I, I told her like, "Absolutely, it's going to happen." Mm-hmm. I talk with the screen like I know the script, though. That's what I do. That's, why I <laughs> That's what he does. Like, and it's <laughs> like, man, I, I was disappointed. So it's like, I don't know, man. That that movie was that movie was bad. I was taking it back too. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be his vocabulary, there. right? Yeah, off, taking it back. Off topic, but on topic though. Do you guys think uh, Taraji deserved the stars? Star what? On the walk, the Hollywood. Walk. She got a star. Yep. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I must have missed that. Um. So let me ask you this: What's the requirements to get a star? I was. I, I, doesn't I have Trump no, have a star? Which I'm surprised that hasn't been removed. I know but that's took, a completely it different took conversation. Ice Cube or, he just got one ice cube, right? Yeah, he it did. But I don't know but, what he, but then, what yeah, he get one for. Yeah, how the hell do you get one? Because like, as an actor or a director or just a, a public figure, because I know Kevin Hart just got here. I to answer the question long, um, I don't know. I can't say that. I feel like that's. I feel like Taraji getting one with all respect to Taraji is probably just a sign of the times right now in the moment because Taraji is so popular. Like she has two great movies coming out uh, next year that I feel like are gonna be amazing. Does it say you have to pay? I'm very disappointed if that's the case. So it says you have to pay a sponsorship fee of $30,000. This Whoa. is I just Googled it. Uh, to create the star. Yeah, that's about, whatever, 23,000 pounds. Half of the money is used to create the star, which is made out of brass and terrazzo. Oh, we're about to get one. It's tax season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the other, the other half is given to the Hollywood Historic Trust. Who so you can after just the buy a, so There's you can no way, buy man, that you can just buy a star. There has to be something else. I'm telling man, let's get one. <laughs> Collectively, what are we going to call ourselves? So that was the BBC. <laughs> that was from the BBC. So, I mean, I would put some stock in yeah. what the BBC is saying. So left field when you say BBC, but that's from. Shut up! <laughs> Stop. He's like, that's the BBC. I'm Stop like, Stop it. The, the not those movies, okay? <laughs> yeah, not yeah. those movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Oh, man. All right. Okay, so, what's no, your search history? <laughs> <laughs> Get a start for having to be all right. Uh, let's see. You got to be nominated under one of five categories: okay. radio, motion picture, live performance, slash theater, television, and recording. The that categories never change, and the nominee uh, has to have been active or be active in, in the, the entertainment, entertainment business. business. Get selected by the Walk of Fame committee. Okay, you do have to pay, but it's only after you've, you've been, been selected. Been, been selected. So Trump being on TV—that's probably how we got it. So they're gonna pay and me I, for selecting me. Well. <laughs> You have to pay. I mean, yeah, that's, what, that's what I mean. I'm yeah. saying, like, yeah. you select me, I got to pay you. But yeah. I mean, it, I guess yeah, it's like important. <laughs> it's, it's the Holly, the, the Walk of Fame. Even though I feel like it has lost its valor and importance for now, because like, who has really went to the Walk of Fame and seen every single star? You're gonna go find the star of the person that, that you, you like, for, that, yeah. looking for, and stuff like that. Or you're just gonna go and you're just gonna enjoy Hollywood. 
which I believe the Walk of Fame goes all throughout Hollywood, if I'm not mistaken. So. so if you don't care, just as like his value. So like if I'm Taraji and I got nominated, if I have no value in it or I don't care about it, I'm not paying. Like yeah, whatever. but I, but I think then it becomes like that exclusive club, though, right? Yeah, which is why Where, I said she probably did it for that. Which is Taraji is again phenomenal. I love Taraji. Um, so would you rather have an Oscar or a star? I want an Oscar, personally, just because I feel like Oscars go carry further, more weight. Carry more weight. Like the star, tr- respectfully, Trump has a star. Like Trump doesn't have some, have yeah. an Oscar, and once you get that Oscar, you you are not only selected by that committee, but it is an acknowledgement of your peers, whether it was good, bad, or whatever. Right. You you're you're there. You know, like Kobe Bryant won the Oscar what, last year for the sports uh, thing. I don't remember exactly what it was, but that Three Six Mafia got an Oscar for the yeah, score, for the, the score, for yep. and flow. So like those things oh, are yeah, importance yeah. Of, mm-hmm. of of importance. Like I I especially as a movie going, I want an Oscar. However, I will say this though, <laughs> and I'm going off on a super tangent, but it's still in the same line. I'm I do think back, <laughs> I do think bullshit artist. <laughs> <laughs> I do think uh, African American actors, actresses, directors shouldn't necessarily put so much weight on the Oscars because it's like a club that you're not invited to. And I feel like they should go do their own thing. I feel like they should be not on this level, but this is just the only way I can think about it, a BET of Oscars. So it'd be the Antoine. <laughs> so, so, you, so you bring up a, a good point, right? You're but, an asshole, man. <laughs> but for, for society, if we're trying to move to a point where there isn't that separation, does it help to create that separation on our own? It doesn't, but at the same time, it's like, how long are we going to fight to get in? Like, that whole boycott of 2016 with Oscars So White, I believe it was 2016, that whole boycott made me look at the 2017 Oscars very closely, and I paid attention a little bit more than I normally would because I wanted to see how is the Academy going to respond. Right, how does, and how did it a lot of movies, like Moonlight won, which I feel like it was the better movie or the best movie, but I wanted to like pay attention. Like, is this fanfare? Because I think... Right. My, I, was I it, was it just like overreaction? Yeah. I can't... I can never pronounce his name. Harshana Ali, I think he won Best oh, Actor, yeah. if not mistaken, as well that year. So now I'm like, okay, I'm going to look at 2018. 2018 is just like a good blend. So this is like, okay, are we really shifting forward or are we still worried about the backlash it, of 2016? It, and it could be, uh, but wasn't it Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture? Yeah, Black Panther is not, not going to win, but it's nominated. I, I don't think so either. Yeah, like, it, Black Panther doesn't have all the, the things that traditionally win a yeah. Best Picture film. Black Panther... If Black Panther... It's actually cool because... I, I think they say it's the first superhero movie to be uh, yeah. nominated, so mm-hmm. yeah. that's dope. As a, as a best picture, absolutely. Yeah. If Black Panther wins, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm I'm so cool with it. But it's just gonna be like, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. right? I'm yeah. really gonna pay attention a lot more closely now because I don't want <clears throat> it to. I, I give it to the people who actually deserve. Like I think Maharshala Ali is doing a phenomenal job as an actor. That's one of my favorite actors in Hollywood right now, just because I feel like everything he does. He not only gives us all to, and I never see him kind of typecast and play the same character. Like, he's always in a leading role or a supporting role, but he's always so uniquely in it. Like, I dig him, too. I dig him. We're going everywhere, so, like, whatever. Like, I just saw Green Book, because, like, the the, the Oscar noms were released, and I wanted to see Green Book. I just didn't, you know, family and stuff like that get around to it. So I watched it the other day. And it was phenomenal. Was it? it was. It was very. And, and very, I was going to ask relevant. you that because I know we, we've kind of talked about it before. But like, how much effort do you put into seeing all the ones that were nominated for best film? Well, <clears throat> me personally, I 
I usually, by the end of our scene, have seen the majority of them because I'm a movie goer. I try right. to go see. I go see what's interesting to me. Now I may not see everything. Like I'm, I didn't go see a Star Is Born, and honestly, I have no desire to see that. Yeah, I didn't because see it I just I don't want to see Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga in, in a in a musical. I'm not interested in that kind of th- deal right now. Just don't even touch that one. Yeah, she'll pee. Just don't even touch her. Oh, Ignore. Sorry. So, she's not here. <laughs> that's funny. We're talking about a dog, by the yeah, way. Yeah, there's a, there's a, <laughs> don't touch that kid. You know, <laughs> what kind of house is he? So, um, yeah, I try to go see him. So this one, I have a lot of lay work to do. There's a lot of movies I have not saw, but um, I try to see them all. At least by the time the Oscars go, because I really want to see like what what is being weighed, like what right. are they are they looking at? What is, has the criteria changed? Which the criteria should have changed. You know, just because of they've been going with the same format for Oscars for all of these years. So it's like there needs to be something new or, in fact, involve a new committee and get new blood. Now, I think the committee needs to look a little younger. I'm not sure if they've done that. Like that part of it, I have not followed up on, but I am interested to know, like, have they like got younger with it? You know what I mean? Because I do see a lot of that was one of the things that they talked about. It's just like a bunch of old white Exactly. (laughs) So like 2017, you've seen a a lot of like you're seeing a lot of change. Like I think. um some animated movie was nominated this year that was uh um... well i th- i think that that might be the long term mm-hmm. impact that the oscar so white had and if that's was, the case that's was you did a great and, job. and maybe the 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 beginnings were kind of reactionary but it's a shift in the right direction and i'm not mad at that because they know like if if they want to continue and be the big deal that they are they have to make those changes so that it doesn't turn into the BET every year. Yeah. yeah, or the BET yeah, yeah, which is or something that has no value. So in that same vein, <laughs> who should host the Oscars? Kevin Hart's not doing it. I'm not sure if they released the host. I haven't heard anything. Look. They tried to get Terry Crews to do it. What so most what did you person. think about the whole the whole Kevin Hart Ridiculous. That's but that's that's that I, I, sensitivity. Is, that's what it is. I I'm not a sensitive person. So the whole notion that I have to apologize for some, like I'm so crazy in my thought process, like I'm going to be like wild successful, right? So I made up in my mind when I kept that thing happened, Kevin Hart. I'm not going to delete any. I've never deleted anything off Twitter or Facebook, anything. If I said yeah. it, I said it. Look at the context of when I said it. Why right. did I say it? Like I and it's so funny. I started thinking about stuff that I've said that I could remember. Like oh yeah, that would totally make somebody upset. But it's like you can't fault anybody for their opinion. No matter what it is, I don't care. Like if you, if somebody makes a racial comment, it's like, I don't care. Like that, that, that doesn't do anything for me. Like or an insensitive comment. I think people, especially now, you're almost trying to eliminate the comedy genre. It's a comics job to be controversial. It's a comics job and, to well, be to radical. poke fun at exactly. the, the crazy things that we're going that's through. It's to on. make you yeah. laugh about it, and, and that's and if you can't laugh at yourself, exactly. What you're like, I can't imagine like when, when you did the whole show thing. Like if there were like a person like a a. a, a insensitive like LBGTY or whatever in the, in the audience and somebody yeah, made it like all that like I remember like if somebody had cr- cracked a real homosexual joke and I thought it was hilarious I think it was uh, the second comment that Kai got but I can't think of what his name was but if somebody would have got up and just like I'm so offended and just, like it's like it Probably ain't even that serious up. like it's not, like it's not that serious and, and, and the fact right. that you take yourself so serious it's like why why are you taking yourself that serious? Like, if you, this is the environment for that. It's not like he did it on a political stage. It's not like a like a Trump. Like he's not in in your face like that, or a, he's not deliberately offending people like that. Or a comedy. He's show. a comic. Right. He's opposed to that. Now, if it's like a director or somebody like that, that's that's a little bit more understandable. I still don't agree with it, but it's understandable. Well, even then, but like how how much of our past transgressions are going to be held against us? Exactly. Like, is there no room to grow? So that's that's the whole thing that happened with. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gun, the the director of uh, 
the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like James, he, Gunn. James Gunn, he James got Gunn. fired from from the third one. Yeah. And Which I mean, they they and, and they were all boy like the, all the actors are signing like petitions like hey bring him back and all that, uh, but again it's and he's already apologized for it before mm-hmm. it was dug up and then under the circumstances that it, these things are being dug up right is also kind Who's of doing that digging right, like digging like that well Crazy, and, and, but that right? was some right but that was someone that had already had some kind of negative interaction with him and was digging shit up again and they had time right, right. And, I mean and, <laughs> and that's that's another thing that is. <laughs> It's a sad Just blocking day, someone's shine. Like, like, that's exactly what it is. Like, you have <laughs> nothing else better blocking. to do with your life but then to go do that. Like, you have that much free time to go through that many tweets. Because Kevin right. Hart tweets. You have that right. much time to go that far back. I think that tweet was from 2016 or 2015. Right. Or 2019. But sure, but if like, you dig on anyone, you're going to find you go, something. Exactly. Nobody, you go everybody, far everybody, enough, right. everybody has dirt. Man. And just to, just to even make it fair, controversial. Like, Roseanne should have never got kicked off her show for her opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Right. I don't care who you are in your personal life. Like, if that's your opinion... That's your, That's your opinion. opinion. I can't change you. Guess what? You firing her from the show does not change her opinion. It doesn't make her less racial right. or racist. It doesn't make less of her circle racist. It doesn't matter. What do you think? Taking her money away is going to... Did they take Roseanne off air period, the old shows? Like, it, I right. don't understand what the... Like, I, I get cancel culture to an extent, but some stuff in cancel culture I don't understand. Yeah. I wish somebody would help me understand Well, and, and, and just thinking, like, the context of, like you said, the when it happened, the time period, right? Like, <clears throat> as... Damn, that was on mic. I think Lano has the best like lingo ever. Cancel, cancel, cancel culture. I can say it. Cancel no, that's culture. not the thing. That's like a thing. Hey, Taking it back. Cancel hey, culture. Last time he was here, he had one of the best lines too. We talked oh about God. putting that on a shirt. <laughs> How you a gangster but a vegan, right? Wasn't that what it was? Something. Like <laughs> we were talking man, about what Drago that, and grocery shopping. Yes, <laughs> man. man, that is so funny, man. But yeah, yeah vegan gangster. It, I'm, it, I'm still in that. You should have it. Have it, man. But. I, I, I don't know, man. This, this The society is so sensitive, and I understand everybody should have equal rights. I understand that everybody should be treated as equal and treated as human beings, which I completely agree with. But come on. like. Well, it, it, on. it feels like it almost gets to a point where it's overboard. Right. It's overkill. Like, yes, these transitions need to happen, knowing that they're not going to happen overnight. And it, some and people are time. always tone deaf. They're always behind. And it's your job to let them know. It's, different. it's like, hey, that's offensive. Here's why it's offensive. Oh, dang, I didn't know. Right. Whatever. Like, I think, um, I don't remember which comic came on The Breakfast Club and did an interview, and we're totally off on a movie tangent. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. like, <laughs> I think it was D-Ray who got on after him and was like, what you have to understand is that you got to look at how these individuals were raised. A lot of the terminology that, that we'll use or you will use yeah. stems from a background to where that is not even a world we're familiar with. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I, I, I tell people all the time, like, I got a cousin that's well, like he's an like older cousin, like that was gay in the early 90s, right. mid to 90s when it wasn't and, popular. And gay was a word that was thrown it, around just exactly. to be like that stupid. And, or, and, and he never, I never once, like as a kid, when we were around him, like making fun of stuff like that, he never once said like that's offensive. Right. And again, we're, we're, we're family, but at the same time, it's never that. So like in my mind, prior to like getting a little bit older, I'm not even aware that that's an offensive thing or anything like that because of how I grew up and what I grew up around. In my mind, oh, you're playing gay. This isn't real. I know somebody that's really gay. Right. You know what I mean? I think uh, 
again it's a popular trend for everybody to be gay or homophobic or not homophobic homosexual right now because it's a trend everybody's jumping on the bandwagon like i don't believe you be gay for like five years and i believe so i know in our earlier and i know somebody's going to hear this for five years uh you can like tweet me or like at me i don't care my opinion is not going to change because that's just what i believe to be true because i've seen it right i've seen people be gay one day and then not like and i like i'm not familiar with the culture or how everybody interacts but i just know some people pretend because it's cute and people want that attention on social media they want those likes and i think that's a bigger far reaching problem that we need to address versus cancel culture so there's a that killer mike show yeah he totally tackles that in another episode he puts together a super group coming from different religions different cultures and different like political beliefs and the the last person to perform is he's this right wing white dude that's actually related to like robert e lee or mm-hmm. however all you know wow. like his lineage and stuff e. lee, yeah. and and he he does a rap and he drops the <laughs> then we're right at the end and they end the show like they end their performance with that he has killer mike that has this this group that he puts together they mm-hmm. come out and do this song in front of a run the jewels crowd yeah and that's what it ends <laughs> with this this white southern <laughs> I, I like killer mike but, for stuff but, like that but they they and there was a, a huge issue that a lot of the people performing the, that were part of this little group that he did uh had with that mm-hmm. but at the same time they all ended up letting him keep it and say it because it's it's freedom of speech recognizing that yeah that's his thing and the he explained the what the meaning was behind it it wasn't nothing negative towards mm-hmm. an african-american it was he was also saying that they're and I'm not going to say that I completely agree with what he's saying, but that there are times where white people have also felt a similar kind of oppression, like being white trash, something like that, right? right? Where we do it to ourselves. So, like, he was just saying that that's the context where he was applying that word and it Mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily towards black culture or community or anything like that. And it was interesting because there was so much conversation about it, and then in the end, they still let him do it. They still said, you know what, that's your freedom to say what you want to say we're going to respect it we don't agree right. with it because there and was another part to... like you said with the the gay comment there was another guy there that he he's gay mm-hmm. and he started throwing around some derogatory words about gay people and they're like wait how you just got upset because this guy said something and you said it was so offensive but now you're dropping all these words in your little verse mm-hmm. and again like kind of going back and forth with that it was it's interesting mm-hmm. like killer mike that show i binged just, the whole thing in one night it. yeah, yeah it it's like, like uh trigger Tuesday. issues i think yeah and i just binged the whole show in one night okay so and, and and i think that's a perfect turn for it but let me say this i think it's super it's easier to be offended because being offended doesn't require any intelligence it's all Agreed. emotion and i think that's the, the problem with cancel culture like I, i'm pretty sure somebody's going to hear a lot of this content that we're talking about and it's like i thought this was a podcast about movies and right. it is but we're just on a tangent talking about that because it's a very prevalent problem as you know entertainers or writers comics or anything like that have to do it and it's unnecessary like this is the realm where you should be entertained it's not anything else other than that like you don't have to identify don't watch like i think kevin hart said the same thing you don't have to follow right. me you don't have to like if they, you don't like the if you comedy, don't like what don't, i'm saying don't you don't do it don't I, and watch. i think he said the same thing like i don't like country music i personally don't like country right. music i'm not getting in the car listening to country music right. i'm not mad at country all just like oh they shouldn't exist i don't like it and i think that's what happens it, it doesn't require <laughs> right. any thought instead of sitting down and having a it's always easier to be angry at somebody than admit to somebody actually hurt your feelings instead of having that conversation like yo this offended me this hurt me here's why and have that but and if you think like in the the grander scheme of everything, most entertainment, comedy, music, even films are a commentary on what 
a specific person is going mm-hmm. through, the feelings they're having, or a group, depending on what the scenario is. You know, a film. We were just talking about Moonlight. Like, right. that comments on, uh, on a specific subject. Right. Right? So, Greasy Strangler, I don't know what the hell they were wow. talking about. But, <laughs> Comes back to the Greasy Strangler. Right. But, but, <laughs> the, but, the, but the music, right? I mean, as anyone that's ever created music, most of that comes from a personal place. Exactly. What you're dealing with. And it's not necessarily the same thing that everybody else feels. It's what you feel in that moment. Except Lil Pump. Look, Except Lil Pump. Uh, not a, that's that's not a gonna, whole different. That's a, that that goes back to the barrier to entry. Yeah, you missed that. that. that Check goes that back podcast. To that. I like, but um, yeah, man, just just educate yourself. Have conversations. Communication is the rise and fall of society, and I do think if we have more conversations with one another, we'll have a better understanding. You don't have to have a conversation to agree. You can have a conversation to understand. You're not going to agree with everybody, but you can understand what their perspective is, even right. if you disagree with it. And that's why I like movies so much. Yes, because you can visually tell a story or deliver a message or your point of view and it, and it be moving like i'll cry at a movie sometimes yeah. there's been movies i cried yeah. especially what's the last movie father. you cried at what's the last movie you cried so, at let's get into that we do that so there was this movie it's called the cure the cure the cure okay uh, it's about a a little boy that has uh, aids and his friend is trying to help cure him and they're they're looking for a cure and they're trying all kinds of crazy stuff and they go on this adventure so this little this little kid's life and like he gets bullied on because he has aids because this is when aids was first coming out so is that had, the, uh, is that based on a true story i don't know if it is it's uh because remember that kid in the late 80s that had aids that michael jackson like went to his funeral yeah i do yeah i don't I know do. what his name is uh no not trying to be disrespectful we are very bad with names here but uh i don't know if that movie's based that sounds like his story so he uh this this kid gets bullied because if you had aids back then yeah, you were gay right right that's exactly. how you got it so and it turned into no he got it because of a dirty needle in a hospital it wasn't because he was gay or anything this is that's like a 10 year old story his right? story is just like that so so they go on like these adventures and and the reason it makes me cry because as a father mm-hmm. that was where it hit me right uh and and they go on these adventures and the kid eventually dies but the mom isn't mad because like he dies trying to go on one of these adventures and the mom wasn't mad at the friend because through all of that adventuring he was able to have somewhat of a normal life and not think about it so much and it was it was a good movie my mom made me watch it when i was a kid and it didn't hit me the same as it did when i was an adult and i watched it again and usually that's as as the parent that part just that part just got me. I was like, oh. Can we stop all ads on everything? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we get ad dollars pay for things, but like, really? Stop I need it. to get paid for watching them. <laughs> it's, it's something, man. I hate ads. I'll watch all your ads. Just give me some money. But no, it, it, was, it was a good movie. He was told it wasn't safe. Oh, 90s trailers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The voice, right? too. And it's the dude, Joseph Mazzello or whatever, from uh, Jurassic Park. My grandmother says you're going to hail. Well, my doctor's really smart. He says he has no idea what happens. If your grandmother knows, she must be a genius. (laughs) (laughs) This is so 90s, too. Eric took a chance and risked everything. That was Brad Renfro, I think his name was. Just keep a safe distance. What's a safe distance? Seven feet. What he found... Was the best friend he ever had. Was that Liam Neeson? Yeah, we stepped in your mother. <laughs> <laughs> when every joke ended with your mother. Right. I didn't want to 
look like this before. Right. My mom sure doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so, 90s movies. You gotta love it. The cure. We're heading out to Baskin Robbins and ordering one of those monster Sundays. Where is he at? The little kid. What's his name? What is it? Joseph Mazzello, I think, was his name. Oh, he did a great job at Jurassic Park. Not yeah. chicken pox. Does a good job in this one. Come Monday morning, you're going to summer camp. Now, stay That's together. That's crazy, man. Tomorrow morning, I'm out of here. I just think she'd be really, really worried. Means leaving everyone else. It's one of those classic both 80s, 90s adventure, kid yeah. adventure movies. Kids were always going on adventures. Right. I'll be the navigator and you can be For trash. some reason, it's put me in the, in the last frame of Homeward Bound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you could think like the Goonies yeah, or yeah, yeah. any of those those kids going Stand on adventures. Me, yeah. Stand by me. Yeah. That was a little more of a mature adventure. Right, right, for sure. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to save your life. I'm trying to find a treasure. We're going to go look at a dead body. Yeah. Wait, so this came out in 95. Mm -hmm. came out? 94, right? Maybe. 93. First, first Jurassic Park, 93. The Cure. But so this this movie I I blubbered. I was it was a time pretty imagination was power. Oh is this Oh it's Radio Flyer. Did you ever see Radio Flyer either? Talk about a movie that touched on some serious shit. Radio Flyer. This is uh yeah, what's his name? Is that Haley Joel Osment? No, hell no. That's uh, <laughs> uh um God, now I'm going to have to go to the page for Radio Flyer. No, that's what's his name. Uh, that's what it looked like. Oh, no, he was in Wilfred. Uh, Wilfred. It was a show that was on FX. He, oh, God, he's got a video game company and everything. What's his freaking? Where'd my mouse go? Uh, yeah, we can stop playing all that stuff. Jeez, what is his name? Uh, see, we're bad with names. Like, watch all the movies and see. No, know the because I these. normally know these yeah. names. I'm not even gonna try to guess. Uh, you're gonna kick yourself. Why don't you see it? Where is there we go? It is Elijah Wood. That's, oh yeah. yeah, I was right? about to say Elliot something. But it's Elijah, Elijah okay. Wood. This movie is a kids movie that's fucked up. So the whole movie is they live with their mom and they get a new stepdad who beats the shit out of them and they turn the wagon, the radio flyer into a well. They the, the dad beats the shit out of the little brother. Yeah, and they turn the wagon into a plane and the little brother takes off for the rest of their lives. Like at the end of the movie, he's a grown man and he gets postcards from his brother from where his brother's been traveling throughout the world. Like dealt with some serious shit. I yeah, check that out. Yeah, well, I'm intrigued. It's crazy when you go back it? and look at those uh, old never movies. Seen it. Never seen that. Yeah, you go back and look Finally, at those old I've movies. Seen some man. shit you ain't seen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it had to be from the nineties, though. <laughs> no, no, I've seen a lot of them, but you know, like I know. in yeah. the nineties, bro. Like when I was a kid, that's definitely not a movie I'm watching. Like as a kid, <laughs> I'm like, I was so it, like, nah, like I was just so desensitized from life. Like if it wasn't drugs or guns and stuff like that, like I, the, I think the most childish movie I think we watched as a kid. Like outside of the Lion King was Little Rascals and oh, Pirates. Yo, you Little like, Rascals. That's it. Other than that, yeah. like Fresh is one of my favorite movies. Fresh, as a kid. Uh, Fresh man. Juice. I, Boys can, in I the remember Hood. where I saw Fresh. South Central. Come on, Deuce, Deuce. That's not be bad. Like, I, 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 mean, I remember where I saw Fresh. Fresh, I, Fresh as a kid messed me up because when his girlfriend got shot in the basketball court, 
did something to me because a kid had died down the street from my house. And I, I, I don't remember if he got hit by a car, got shot or whatever the case was. But a kid had died down the street like that year Fresh came out. Yo, how about how he set his boy up? Yeah. He he played that kid he knowing did. he was loud and boisterous but and see, that was going to happen. For me. But it was a chess uh, move. He was a it pawn. Was. And, and the thing is, I never got mad at that because right. I don't like loud. As a kid watching, and you I, really don't know. I, just being around, you like know. I don't like loud. I don't like loud. I don't like attention. I don't like the light. Like you doing too much. That brings a lot of attention, and attention brings attack. So right. I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, yo, his man's is gonna get shot because you know people like that. Like yep. his man's yeah, gonna get shot. Running his mouth, I got much. them dope moves. moves, and like I got the dope moves. I'm just like, yo, chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when he set him up like that. I'm like, you got to respect it because I'm going to get caught and I'm not right. going to get caught dealing with you. So, But, it, like, but that was his, he was setting up the game of getting out, man, getting that, him and his sister out. That that movie Perfecto. was so dope just because, again, about the painting in the background, like the chest is the theme throughout the entire movie. Throughout the thing. That's the thing he does with his dad. Yes, and it's so dope. And, man, and it's so funny man. because I'm pretty sure throughout it, like his dad's like schooling him in chess, like, like where, life. where really... He's better than his dad even knows because he's playing chess with real people in right. dangerous situations. That, that and that's what I like about movies; they're layered, man. That's why it's like you have good, to when see you get a yeah when you get movies. a good movie, yeah. right? Even bad movies are layered, but it's layered and bad. Like it's like layers of shit. No, yeah. I'm yeah. not yeah. ever watch that. Where it's layered, layers of grease. Speaking of fresh, and and I thought about this the other day because I think Jimmy Fallon interviewed Samuel L. Jackson. I think Samuel L. Jackson is a Hollywood gem. Like I, 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 I really do because I feel like he's one of those people that does not get the credit that a lot of like Leonardo DiCaprio's like uh, Tom uh, Hardy I think that's his name like I can't think of his last name right now like those actors get that kind of recognition but he's literally been in everything and played every kind of character yeah. and you saw like movies that make you cry I can't remember the uh, the last movie that makes me cry but a scene of Samuel Jackson's that made me tear up a couple days ago probably like a couple months ago rather that I saw somebody post on Facebook was his scene from uh it's not jungle fever but it's uh with wesley snipes in it where he's uh the crackhead holly berry uh oh god what's the name of that movie see man here we go 90s movies man. it is it's early on i think it's a spike lee joint i can't remember what it is and i keep wanting to say jungle fever but i don't think it's jungle fever um with wesley snipes it's wesley maybe uh, wesley snipes isn't in it it's samuel L. jackson and holly berry they're both crackheads yeah it is wesley snipes because wesley snipes is his brother I cannot remember is that, I what you're talking about. It's a Spike Lee joint. Um, we're terrible with names. Like, I keep wanting to say that because somebody's going to be listening. It's like, oh, my God, you don't know that. Like, come on, man. Like, relax. You know how many movies exist? But, um, oh, God, it's going to kill me. Like, we got to find a name of it now. I, Where is, is this? Oh, this is his whole filmography. Right. They put it all on one page. Oh, so we're, we're going back into time Yeah, here. like, see, he's been in everything. Right. No, he has been. Oh, it is Jungle Fever. Check, click Jungle Fever. Get it purified. It's Jungle Fever. Look at that. I was right. Peep. I'm go. But anyway, like- <laughs> See, I've never seen this one. I'll tell so, you the first Spike Lee movie I saw that and it was fucked me up a little bit was Do the Right Thing. I, oh, I, I, I right saw thing. that as a kid and I was like, what the yeah, fuck am I watching? Right thing, I, that was a crazy ass movie, dude. Yeah, like that. That hit a lot of undertones as well. I love oh, Spike sure. Lee movies, but it, it, there's a scene at the end of the movie with Samuel L. Jackson's character in. Uh, in a jungle fever where again he's on crack so he's at his mother's house rummaging through everything trying to find some money and his mother knows that so he comes in there his mother comes in like you know because he's in the middle of doing it by himself and she's all like like what are you doing what are you doing like stop it and the father comes in and the father comes in like 
what's going on i told you not to let him back in his house and she's just, he's just like please just take the money take the money and go take the money and go because the mother knows that the father ain't having it so his son is like on crack really strung out and he's like you know what daddy it's cool i leave but before i leave i'm gonna sing another song for you i learned a new song and he starts singing like i'm a crack head and it's funny <laughs> It's funny, like, in that moment, what he's doing, but his father ends up shooting and killing him. And that just really messed me up because, that. Like, I that part because the, the mother, like, as a mother, you understand the dynamic. You understand that dynamic right. as a father because, like, if your son's doing this, like, he's going to die anyway. Like, you're thinking about it like that, so you're just like, yo, you're going to die anyway. I might as well just kill you. Was, was Wesley Snipes, was he, he was in New Jack City, right? Yeah, yeah. Was he also in Sugar Hill? Yeah, Sugar Hill, yeah. Okay. Sugar Hill. He played a uh, drug dealer in Sugar Hill and wanted to get out the game, and his brother wasn't really feeling it. And he ends up shooting him at the end. Yeah, he doesn't end up being paralyzed or something. We need to bring Wesley back, man. Yes, Wesley's another one. Like, he's still great. Shout out to tell a dude to pay his taxes right now. He's tripping. Him and Ron Isley are tripping. And I don't understand that. Like, what does paying taxes have to do with getting work? Like, he's still a great actor. Well, no, but I mean, he fled the country because he owed taxes. Oh, I didn't know that. I think he's squared up now because he's been doing work, but he's been doing, like, B work. But at the time, like after the Blade movies, he hadn't been paying his taxes. He left the country because they were coming after him for his taxes. Wow. Yeah, they've been on your trip. I didn't know that, but man, he he's another one that's still a great actor. John I saw, he's he's funny too. Yeah, I saw a clip on YouTube with Denzel Washington, uh, Wesley Snipes, and Samuel L. Jackson giving uh, Spike Lee some kind of like a reward, and the whole twelve minute like nomination or like. Talk about it like that. Wesley Snipes is doing a, uh, like an African Jamaican accent, like more African the mm -hmm. whole time. And I'm just like, look at this performance, just here. Like he's still great. Like, and I just don't understand why they don't won't give him work. Well, he's like I said, now he's been getting work, but it's been like a B. I think he needs to be in another B, Hollywood movie. I think he's to be like. A I, a, I tried a watching one. A, a few months ago, maybe a year ago, I tried watching one. Uh, he, he was like, he's like a cowboy, like hunting down some kind of demons or something. It was bizarre. Yeah, that's a C movie. I mean, yeah. I mean, Blade though. He was made that. That was he like was, perfect. Yeah. That was a perfect. And they should cast. make another Blade. Like I heard, they in, it's it's one in the making. Is it gonna be Wesley? I don't want to see nobody else play Blade. Be Terry well, Cruz. well, you gotta get, you gotta get <laughs> right. Terry Cruz's blade is hilarious. Dancing like though, the whole time. Old Spice, Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the funniest Old Spice commercial was that muscle music. That that shit was great. Did you ever see In that? The bathroom, oh, he's playing it with his muscles. Oh, that where he's playing yeah, with his muscles. You've never seen that? Oh, I, don't think so. I love Poetic Justice. Great movie. That one I don't know if I saw. Poetic Justice is another good one. Like uh, you see, Shook Knight's kid keeps saying that uh, Tupac's alive, alive and recording. Yeah, relax. <laughs> Can we stop with that? Stop. I really don't want to get on my music tangent about that. Tupac. Let me tell you yeah. the last movie I cried on. Yeah, which well, was yeah. kind of awkward though. Remember the movie uh, First Sunday? Ice Cube. Uh, uh, Cat, Cat Williams. Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I haven't seen that movie, but I know movie, of the movie. I thought it was trash, but the reason that he was—you said you haven't seen it, right? No, haven't seen it. So I guess they were holding up the church. They were holding up a church, trying to take the money from it, and. The reason that they Take were that back. doing I did it, Cat Williams was the choir director, right? Yeah, I seen it. And the reason they were doing it was because uh, he was trying to, I think, have custody of his son. And he had to have a certain amount of money. So you know me being a father, you know how yeah. I'm about my yep. dad. So just with him, the the length he was willing to go to to make sure that he could have his son. Yeah, isn't that, isn't it crazy how like <clears throat> those things hit you differently mm -hmm. when, yeah. after the experiences that you have? Maybe if you watch, like I said, with the movie that I watched as a kid, didn't hit me like that. As a grown-up with a kid, 
totally different perspective. Yeah, like holy crap! If I was, and that's what I love about movies where you can put yourself into that situation. And I see that there's there's different. Like that's one of the other things, and we've talked about like my hatred, not necessarily hatred, but dislike for the system of critics and all that because Mm. people will dog a movie that had no intentions of being some great movie like right. it was mind it was literally just mindless entertainment to take you out of what's going on right. in your regular life for just a little bit for a couple hours maybe you laugh watch some crazy like the Every transformer movie. movies right yeah, yeah. <laughs> michael bay look that <laughs> last that last baywatch the the, the baywatch with the, rock, with the rock i don't know if either of you say it, it right it, it was not as bad as it was painted out to be yeah, and i, I knew it. right away when the title rolled and it's coming out of the ocean and he's walking out carrying someone and dolphins are jumping behind him and shit, that it was totally it ridiculous. Knew, it, 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 knew was, it was a parody of yeah. itself. Right. It knew it. But man, if it is not so Oscar it's, it's caliber, funny. people tear it, it has apart. funny moments. I got to go see it. It's, it's funny moments. It's like, worth a watch. It's worth watching. I, just got, I, just I like Zach Efron, though. I will yeah. say that. Like, I, I've come to the And the dynamic like, between those two was Rock, real yeah. funny because like I mean, the whole, like, how he kept calling them Backstreet Boys and High School Musical even dropped in there. That was right. great. So, like, so do we get a cameo from David Hasselhoff in there? I yes, think so. Yes, yes. I think so. Okay, I'm gonna see it. He I'm shows up at the end. <laughs> I gotta watch yeah. it. I, I can't and and it he's first. the bad guy, right? Or, or no, play, no, no. He he shows up at the end when when uh, uh the rockets kicked off, and he shows oh, up yeah, at the yeah, end yeah, when yeah, he's yeah, selling yeah. cell phones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. As like a mentor, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta see it now. But like, I mean, they make fun of the slow mo. Like, oh, how does she do that? And the guy comes up and he's like. How she did she run in slow mo? And he's like, "You see it too." Like, <laughs> and it, she's literally just running slow. Like, yeah. it's funny. Like, it, it oh, yeah, makes fun it, of man. itself. So, it, like, man. for people to tear it down like they did, to me, it's like you clearly the first five minutes of that movie. I know the tone being set, and it's not serious. So, are critics obsolete? <sighs> are they necessary for today's Hollywood? I mean, do we need uh, to be critics? We can be. I, I think there could be a better way. There could be something different. I mean, I will read critics' reviews sometimes, sure, when I'm making the decision whether I'm going to spend movie or money on a movie night to go out. But uh, critics be damned if I see it on Netflix or one of those. Yeah, if it's something true. that piqued my interest or if it's something that people say is so bad, I mean, was it worth the, the hype? Was so, it worth the negative hype? And that was what I told Megan this morning yeah. when she was like, how the hell can you be watching this stupid movie? What do you do to me? You know, I was like, <laughs> you don't have to watch it. But I told her, I said, you know what? You got to watch the bad to appreciate the good. That's a fact. And I couldn't be a fan of film if I didn't watch, watch bad all movies. of it, right? So do you think the we should just get get rid of the critic score and only have the people score? People stupid. <laughs> <laughs> because, People are stupid. But so I mean, because if you get rid of the critics, score, it takes away of that that dynamic of excuse me, movies being tore down by from a critics review, and you yeah. only had the fans review. Well, how many point. times have you seen like a critics Rotten Tomatoes really bad, and then the the people's Rotten Tomatoes really good, mm-hmm. or vice versa? You see, critics love something, people hate it. Right. People love something, and critics hate it. I think there's a, a there's a middle ground, Immediate. and I think people yeah. just have to be kind of realistic, right? Like this may not be your cup of tea. But it has some good aspects. What was that movie with? Uh, I think it was Casey it. Anthony. Uh, the the trial. No, no, that's not Casey Anthony. What's the guy's name? Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Yes, I'm sorry, man. Casey like Affleck Casey with uh, the Amazon movie that was nominated three years ago. Oh, best picture. God, which one was that? Was is it like Ain't Them Body Saints or one of those no, movies? It was that. It was that movie where he lost his kids. Um, God, I can't remember the name of it. But that movie. Had so many great critic reviews, so many great great critic scores. Nominated for best picture, best supporting actress, best supporting. Oh, actor. like the Seaside or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah, like yeah that. something like that. Yeah, and 
I remember that you telling me when you watched it. It was so slow. Like, I watched that movie, like, wanting to peel the skin off my face. Great movie, but it's just so slow. So, and, and okay, great movie, not my speed. Yeah, that's, and that's like, what I'm saying. That's, that's a perfect I'm saying. example. Like, like it's not need. for me. I, that's not a movie I'm going to, like, revisit and watch again. Right. But I saw it because, again, you have to watch everything and you have to appreciate the good with the bad, but it's so slow that I'm like, oh my God, just get to the point, get to the right. point, get to the well, point. Well, like, with the Transformer movies, I personally. I know they got plot holes. Cool. Don't really care that much right. because That's I'm not, not the there for the plot. For that. I'm there to watch some crazy ass robot action, yeah. right? To go now, to that turn off, to turn off for a little when bit. To watch some crazy movie, shit. When is that kind of movie and the CGI is bad? Like in yeah, Black yeah. Panther. When they're fighting on the uh, cliff or whatever like that, and they pan up to all of the people, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's so that's terrible. CGI. Yeah, that was terrible. And I'm just like, they could have did better. CGI did you watch Venom? I did see Venom. What did you think? Ugh. Um. My critic fan says it was terrible. So, was it terrible? It wasn't terrible. Is is it, like like how JP said? It's a movie that knows what it is and right. what it's trying to accomplish. I think it was. It? I think it was also held back because they went for that PG thirteen. Who directed? I think it, it could have been completely uh, different sure if they went R. I I think it should have went R. I think I think after not only after Deadpool going R for comic movies, but I feel like Venom. I feel like Venom should have been more serious. Well, because again, like knowing the history of the character, yeah, right? and that's the like problem. Like you're trying to take something that's traditionally has been dark. Sure, comics are kid material when they're really not. I can point to some right there on oh, that yeah, shelf next definitely. to you that are some very adult themes mm-hmm. that are not kid that my kids can't read be, until they're older because there's some serious shit going on in those books. Right. And that at, going back to the Venom thing, it. They, it was too much comedy for me. It was great for what it was, but it makes me afraid for the sequel because the sequel is supposed to have Carnage. Right. Carnage as a character. Now, it's I'm not, not comic book. He's like, not he's not funny. No, he's no. funny in the Serious. sense of... But, and, but that's why his, Deadpool his, worked. Like in his head. Deadpool yeah. worked because that was the character. They went with the R. They were able to do what he does, what he's known for. They were able to stick to that. With Venom, they didn't do that. They didn't. Like, and and if they're going to intro- good. Logan was yeah. great. And that's what I'm saying. As an R for that kind of movie, that, that was the Wolverine you always wanted to see. Exactly. You watch all these X Men movies, he might be killing people, but you can't tell. He was fucking slicing people up, right. running them good. through. That, that was shit good, was good. And that was I Wolverine. I would love to see that as a younger Wolverine versus waiting until old. And I get it, but like now I feel like that release superhero movies that have right. the R. So I feel like Venom should be should have been an R. I really, really hope they go that way for the sequel. Keep Tom, because like you've already introduced his character. You have to keep Venom the same. Right. You have to make, you can't, you got to give the fans something. You have to make Carnage yeah. that, that hard, Cause hard character. Right, because he was. Because if not, like he's, I don't want to see, and then uh, Woody Harrison, I love Woody Harrison. Yeah. He's playing Carnage. Perfect casting. Yes, it. yes. That's a great casting, great That's post-credit double. scene. You know what? He's one too. Another Hollywood gem? Yeah, because yeah. like, I like, Growing up, he was on Cheers, and I right? love Cheers. And, and, but I, my parents did. I never had had to really paid attention. Right? There's no black people in Cheers. Yeah. Well, come <laughs> go back to <laughs> look. At a certain point, there wasn't any black people in most TV shows. Yeah. Right? So, but like, I, I, I never paid attention to that to somebody point. I'm like, holy crap! I've never seen a black person yeah. on Cheers. So Woody Harrelson to me was never like that. But as time has gone on, and seeing like you said, like with Samuel L, like you, like damn, he can do good. Like everything. Uh, right. Uh, what was the 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 billboards movie? Oh, three three. He so did three great billboards. In that. He did great he in did that. Great movie. in Indecent Proposal. He, he was kill, good. Killer, he was awesome in in the True Detective. That first season yeah, of True Detective yeah, I, was I, great. I've seen a couple of those episodes. It's not a Killer Instinct. What was that movie where he played a serial killer? Him and the girl. Oh, that was uh, Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. Was remember dope. that name? White oh, yeah, man can't jump. <laughs> like, yeah. He he he. Uh, 
is it Hollywood Land with the Wizards or Zombie Land? Zombie, zombie Land, another, yeah. And no, is that, no, like, yeah, Zombie Land. He mean, was in that one. Yeah, yeah. Bill Murray showed up in that How one. How right? you come yeah. up with Hollywood Land? I don't know. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Although, since we were talking about that, I do think they need to put the land back on the Hollywood sign. Just yeah, that's 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 my own personal gripe with Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood I feel like. <laughs> total conspiracy theory i think if they put the land back on the end of hollywood we would get some of that mysticism or mystic nature of hollywood and movies would be greater that might I'm, be true. I'm a super classic movie guy i love classic movies like i yeah, love getting to the think, black and white and i feel like if you i feel like that does something but, to hollywood but is that going to change the and this goes back to the recycling stuff right like everything old is they're just remaking a ton of stuff now there is some new creativity happening yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. and that's what we, i think and we see it and that's what i think they should but, do because you'll but get there is that creativity coming from people like the conversation we just had earlier right and a project to try to work on or because there's so much of like the large studio just ser- it's the money it's the it's yeah. the, the dollar bills right so yeah throwing land on there but is that going to change that this the business the industry mindset? is, no, is, is a business at the end of the day but i do think that it would inspire more people to tap into that creativity such as conversations that we just had to make better independent films from original thought that's where i I, yeah i don't want to see like we talked we we didn't really touch on it like we grazed on it i the rehashing of all the movies Disney, please, please stay away from my childhood. I'm begging everybody at Disney to stay oh, away from my childhood. Oh, all every cartoon's going to be a live action. And I don't want to see it. that. I, I'm not interested to see. I'm going to go see it, but I'm not excited for The Lion King. I'm not excited. I'm not excited for um, Aladdin. Aladdin. I'm not excited. Uh, I'm not really t- not excited about Aladdin. Like I'm not excited about that. You can't. And it, I'm not excited about it because you cannot. We, Will Smith is dope. He's a leading guy, though. He's a leading guy. Let's just call it what it is. He's a leading guy. Right. You kind of get the same Will Smith in every single movie, and it's like that's just a Will Smith movie. I don't want Aladdin. Topic too. I don't want Aladdin to just be a Will Smith movie, and right. I love Will Smith. Like he's he's great, but I don't want to see that, and I just think we need to stay away from that. So like, if they do put the land back on this, on there, I feel like they should make a band where no classical movies it should be remade. I don't want to see Third I'm Man, Third Third see, Third Man Blind so remade. I, so I don't want to see Casablanca remade. But I think like what's happening now is it like. Casablanca or Casablanca, right? I don't, I don't see that being remade, right? But I think I what's happening it. now, with the, right, it could be. <laughs> what's happening Pope now though is like they're trying to, <laughs> they're trying to get that audience again, mm-hmm. right? Like Disney, like for us when we grew up, Aladdin, right. Lion King, all those movies. That's when they came out. That's our generation. Newer generations just like music. Don't pay attention to the old stuff. Yeah, you're gonna get some people that do that respect where it came from. That are true hip hop heads. That are true film lovers. But then for everyone else, it's it's like having to reintroduce it again right. to get that to get the money from that that generation. And I feel like that's the that's not the right move to make. I think you. I agree. Because as, you're gonna have those I, people I get the you piss them off because you're right. ruining their childhood. So it's or, like you know, I think capture what we loved about that those movies the lion king for example is a heartfelt movie oh, yeah and the dynamic of the family tension up there between sibling let's rivalries. talk about how twisted disney is right right let's i mean we're gonna talk about it. we can talk about how disney was racist in the 60s you know oh, like sure. you know walt disney himself you know what i'm saying like i get it but it's like you you need to instead of trying to recreate what's already been done, go recreate go create something else that captures that same moment. Again, right. the themes. The themes you, you, you right. can't re, you can re- recreate the theme because the themes aren't going nowhere. But don't do the same thing. Again, touch on the heart. Give me another cart like up. 
Up was phenomenal. Yeah. Those first 15 minutes of Up should have been a movie within itself. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that, like, that whole That life, whole scene, that yeah, whole that life was, thing. It was like, crazy. That was amazing. Whoever did that is the same creativity that Disney should be bringing because it's Disney and Pixar, right? They should be bringing that same thing to a newer generation. How do we relate to this generation now? Like what we just discussed with the whole social media thing. Yeah. Touch that. Don't go recreate. Because even if they do recreate it, right, they're going to get us to go, oh, yeah, we're going to make our kids. I'm not bringing my kid to see The Lion King. My kid's not going to care, although my right. kid's not, you know, eight <laughs> but, see, old. but, but I'm saying, but like, to <laughs> that point, though, and, and me, my kids will know those things because I love them and I share yeah, those yeah, things yeah. with them, right? Like, I, you know how many times, and, it, and it's funny because, like, the things that have affected me, like, I, I watched uh, Pet Cemetery with my son. Pet Cemetery scared the shit out of me they when I was a kid, it. and they are remaking and I'm it. I'm excited about that. Right. I am excited anyway, about that. We didn't so, go touch on a remake topic. So, so there, excited, excited I think that, that, well, see, I think oh, there are things that need to be remade. Yeah. Uh, and, and We'll touch on that after. I want to hear you. So, so I had him watch Pet Cemetery. I'm like, this movie's going to scare the shit out of you because I call him a, you know, a scaredy cat all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, this movie scared me as a kid. And it'll scare you too and when he got to watch it, he was like that wasn't anything that wasn't that wasn't scary that at all what, what are you talking man. about right but like that goes back to things that don't age well mm-hmm. right like if you look at how some things impacted you and maybe in a different spot in your life but what was scary then isn't necessarily scary now right. because it could be desensitized to certain issues which right? i agree i think it is but so to that point and one that i was my goal if i ever made it in movies was to remake it when you make it sure I, I like that I like that <laughs> thought right but was to remake the movie It I love that book and the I read the book the first time in fifth grade which should never have happened but it did that filled with a lot of adult shit going on but the I read the book three times before I ever watched that movie the the miniseries TV mm-hmm. and they a lot of times Stephen King's stuff got butchered and I watched that movie and was like this is a joke like, this movie is absolute trash. And I know so many people that are like, oh, my God, it scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. I watched that movie and was like, this is garbage. His stutter is not realistic. Like, yeah. this is horrible, <laughs> right? So that was my goal to, when I went to film school and everything, like, that was one of the things. And they're doing it almost exactly the way I wanted to do it, too. I wanted to split it between the kids' part and the and the adult part with a little bit of blending in. So, like, it's it's awesome to see that happening, that someone else had that same idea. You know what's crazy Just wish it was that. me. Yeah. You know what's crazy <laughs> about that? Like, one of the reasons, like, just with life changed and I start really making music is because I became a fan of J. Cole. And that's why he's one of my favorite yeah. rappers. It's like, he's telling the story I would have told. And I'm like, I don't, I like, it's not that I'm mad. Like, I'm like, okay, I don't have to say it now. Right. Somebody else is saying it. I'm not mad. If I was I'm a rapper, a little, like, I'm a little jealous. Like, I would have been J. Cole. Like, <laughs> because that was, my, that was mine, yeah. man. But, but I'm just glad that someone dope. else had it. But yeah. So to that point, though, I think there are things that, that do need to be remade because either the technology limits mm-hmm. didn't let them capture what they were really trying to do and it doesn't hold up uh, or just it was done horribly the first time. So I need to hear why you're not excited yeah. for Pet Cemetery. I might be after that. After you say that. Because <laughs> yeah. like I, I seen that I don't know what like like my wife knows like I'm like a huge movie guy so right. she sent me like this uh, thing for all the movies that are coming out in 2019 and I seen Pet Cemetery and I was just telling like oh my Have God. Have you seen the trailers? They have a trailer. Oh, no, I didn't see it. Oh yeah. Yo, I am so, so excited. I for can that. just imagine the deaths from the old ones though, like with the cat and how stupid it would look. I'm gonna, like I'm, gonna I'm gonna drop some uh some look, knowledge. Like that on right you. there. So I just I'm gonna drop some knowledge on you real quick about Pet Cemetery because I'm actually like halfway through the book. I started last summer when I went camping, mm. and I haven't finished it yet because of everything else. But that he said is the book that scares him the most because Stephen King. Yeah, because he had moved 
to the city to teach at a school. He lived on that main road where the trucks went. He had his little kid. They had a cat. Like a lot of that book, that story this is real life. Is was a real life situation. And it was just he turned it to a supernatural thing. He took all of his fears. He said that one was the hardest for him to publish because of that, because it was so real, because that was a fear that his kid could get hit by one of these trucks. Like that was all genuinely mm. something going on in his life that he just put in a story and then changed, you know, put See, the supernatural the, and the twist on the it. The truth always makes the, uh, you know, the best whatever. The best work because it's authentic. It's, uh, they might remake Tristan of the Corn too. I, I wouldn't would doubt be, it. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at that. How many? I, how I, many is it? Six, uh, right? Who knows? I Those are ones that that's, I, that's, I. That's too many. I seen the first few. <laughs> I seen a remake that mm. was. I don't know if it was on TV. It was a TV movie or if it was an actual like theater remake. I would remake. Only be excited about that with casting. I would want to see how that's cast. Something up in those woods that brings things back, but sometimes dead is better. I like him. Oh, that's a teaser. That's really a teaser. Is this the official? Yeah, this is okay. the official. Oh, I that Sorry. Was it. I thought that was it. That was trailer two, which I apparently is just a teaser. Okay, so upset. So what do you think? Wow. This whole place is ours? I even got him to throw in a whole forest as a new backyard. I've never seen a movie make a truck driving by scary. Jump scares. <laughs> Parental scares. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Right? dare each other go into the woods at night. And anytime you got kids looking like a cult yeah, with animal masks on, you <laughs> <laughs> some scary. Kids are scary. <laughs> I don't know. I probably have to with these kids' ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Putting up a fence. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker cat. <laughs> Did you see it though? <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Oh my god. Maybe just some crazy folk tale. But there is something up in those woods. There's something. Oh, the brain's so excited for this. Dead is better. And I think he might have said that there really was a pet cemetery. That's crazy. I'm excited for that. It look kind of dope, though. No I'm way. excited for that. But I like, man, talk about genres. Like the horror thriller genre is, <laughs> genre is one of my favorites, just because of the dynamic that you have to get into as a thought yeah. process to write. And then as a, as a, as a fan you kind of have to turn off common sense just a little yeah, bit. You have to be able to, you know. Suspend disbelief. Yeah, because yeah. certain stuff is just like, nah, that would never happen. Like, but it's be, it's just like, I, I think that's dope. I'm excited for that. I'm gonna be pissed if it's bad. I'm excited for it too, and I'm hoping with the the recent focus, because like <clears throat> the 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 Dark Tower 
mm-hmm. series, like the books, yeah. awesome. Read those. I still haven't seen the movie. That haven't came seen out. the movie, and but I heard it was but bad. But it got trashed. Yeah, I heard it was very so bad. So I, I haven't heard one person say that movie was good. Which is depressing because the story is great and it spans so many. It ties so many of his books and different stories together, mm-hmm. which was really neat too. Because like that actually led me to go read some of his other books. Because it's like, damn, this person's in this book. Oh, I gotta go see their their, their original part of their story. Like how how they tied in. Same. You know? I didn't know that. Yeah, so that was that was pretty neat. But it's it's it brings to the, you know again remaking things. Uh, one movie I think that I will be excited for Hollywood to remake is The Lost Boys. I am a huge vampire. They're, they're making a show. I, I don't want to see a show. They're I making wanna, a Lost Boys show. I want to see that as a as a as a hard R movie, which I think is what it should have been. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think it was R with the '85 version or '84. Is that? Yeah, I think it's '84. Yeah. It so I don't think it was a, a R version, but I think that they go hard R with that, and because we haven't had a good vampire yeah. movie in, in a while. Lost or, Boys is is at the top of my so you my vampire vampire in Brooklyn one good. No, no. <laughs> yo, yo. I, I love Eddie Murphy, but that that movie was trash. Super I remember trash, saying that movie as a kid. That, that was, every performance, and I love Angela Bassett, but every performance in that movie yeah. was gross. It wasn't no. good at all. <laughs> no, it's, I think it had I think, funny moments. I think for capturing like. That was a great like capturing of that time period, mm-hmm. uh, and then just like the the style, I mean, it, it. It, 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 like the allure of it was. I mean, I loved, and I was a little kid when that. I mean, I yeah I ran around too. pretending I was a vampire after that movie, right? <laughs> but that's still like one of my favorite vampire movies, and just you know, it's funny because I have I'm on a ever a never ending quest to find the best werewolf movie. That's and, I am of vampire and, movies, and, and and the same with vampires, and there's some really good ones, but like the werewolf one, man, is like there's nothing that's ever been just like awesome. I've seen really good ideas, yeah. like Twilight. Take it back, like uh, <laughs> like uh, uh, in Van Helsing. One of the things I did like in Van Helsing, as much as that movie was just mindless fodder, right. is the the way the werewolf was inside and coming out. I thought was sweet. Like when the brother climbs the wall and he starts turning into it and it's his skin ripping away and it's the wolf underneath. It's the animal that's within. I I love the way they did that. And there's certain stuff that I think, I don't think, going back to what I was telling you about watching other people's work, I don't think Hollywood really pays attention to other people's work because I feel like somebody like that should be sitting around watching all werewolf movies if I want to make a werewolf movie and take those themes and those elements and make it work, which is why I... The vampire movie, I think, I, 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 to my knowledge, and I've seen a lot of them, but sometimes the themes yeah. are bland. I don't think I've really seen a vampire movie where they focus on the isolation of really being a vampire. Like, it's always like, I'm isolated, but I always want somebody to, like, really come yeah. and be involved. And then I, I'm always looking for that, or yearning for that love, instead of just embracing the isolation. Of being a vampire? Yeah, you know what I mean? And just, like, really thoroughly <laughs> enjoying that isolation. Because, in essence, and every vampire story has a different back backdrop. But what if it's a person that wanted to be a vampire, and then, like, I'm just embracing that? Yo, I, I got... I, it's it's a bizarre movie. Uh, That's not kind of dope, though. Let me look up what the name was. Uh, so while he's doing that, another vampire movie that I really like is... Uh, they remade it, I think, as a form, from a foreign movie, but Let the Right One In. Uh, that was great. a great one. I love yeah. that one. Yep. It's a it's a movie about. Oh, uh, here we go. The Transfiguration. That's what it is. Oh, that just came out last year or two years ago. It's a movie about a young girl who is a vampire who gets a friend who is like a you know weird kid kind of speak or whatever, and they become best friends. And the friend doesn't know that she's a vampire, but then comes and finds out by the end of the movie, realizes it, understands it, and then they grow old together but the thing is she never grows right. so they grow like but old. but it, it, but so like and the part that's that's really cool about that is at the point that he meets her she 
has an old companion that's yeah. helping her survive. Basically, he that guy dies. He's going to become that the guy. new companion. Yeah, because so she like, needs the help. She needs to right, be but she protects him. Kid. He's like bullied in school a lot and stuff, and she protects him. So it's like a symbiotic relationship. Right. And but, then the thing I liked about the the Americanized version is they focused on the um dynamic that the old guy was jealous of the little kid right. because the old guy used because he knew he kid. knew. What is it called again? It's called Let the Right One In. Yeah. Or, or if you kid. want to watch the American, because that one's subtitled in Swedish. If you want to watch the the American let remake, me let me in. Let me in. Yeah. Let me, oh, so let me. I'm sorry. I watched I both of them. Let I saw me both. in was the uh, American version. Yeah. Which is really dope. Yep. But yeah, I, wa I watched both of them. So Transfiguration is a movie about a black kid in the city that thinks he's a vampire and he's murdering people. So like, it almost kind of touches on that like weird isolation yeah. thing, and also like being picked on by your your culture for being different because he's he's odd i gotta check that one out i might watch this tonight it was uh it was interesting it I was a uh, it was a little watch. it was a little bizarre I told you man like you're missing out man i do look i've got netflix I got to amazon watch hulu and hbo and i have extensive watch lists on all of them i'll be so busy trying to watch funny stuff man that's I try to watch everything. Like I try a little to watch bit everything, of everything. A little bit of everything, so I try to like spread Have you it been out. Hurting any animals? And then you know, being married also, you got to kind of yeah, share. I do not. <laughs> ten years. Well, so like, I have I've been able to expand what she watches. There's been a couple that like we've watched movies. And she's like, I hate you. And then there's been other ones where she didn't want to watch it at first, but then she eventually came around to it. That's how it is with my wife though. But she's opening me up. I think it starts with drinking blood. Like you have a need to. Eventually, that's not good enough. So you switch to animals and people. So, like in this one, he's dealing with the dynamics of like his parents are gone, it's him and his brother, and then like the local gang that's around there meeting this new girl, having these feelings of being different. So, is he a vampire in real life? He drinks blood, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's a vampire. Okay, I'm, 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 I have a lot to say after this because I'm getting kind of pissed off. <laughs> Already? Yes. At the trailer? Yes, I am. So, like, one of the things the trailer is doing that isn't the way the movie is is when it's when the little quote said it's a slow burn it is it's a yeah. slower it's it's the pacing's way slower than there's no dramatic yeah like there's a couple scenes that are like holy crap for a second but it is a, a slower burn of a story go ahead what, what was your let me tell you <laughs> if i go watch this movie and this kid's not a vampire i'm gonna be pissed off because it's drinking blood like it's like <laughs> The best way I could describe it is, ha have you guys seen that internet video where the kid is being bullied at school and he tries to go Super Saiyan? <laughs> oh no! <my laughs> yeah, I have. I have, though. That's <laughs> what that makes me think of. Like, it's like... Like the kid tries to go he Super Saiyan, go and it's like, bro, you can't really go Super Saiyan. It's like you can't really be a vampire. Like, I want to be pissed off. If this kid's not a vampire. I'm telling you, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna be pissed. Like, cause I want him to be a vampire just based off that trailer, and I feel like that would be a dope if he is. But if he's not, then it becomes a deep movie, and I don't want to see a deep movie like, like about right drinking blood, it, like about him drinking blood, really trying to figure himself out in the metaphor with the blood, like you know what I'm saying, like, and that's for like with his, and I feel like you're doing it. He's not doing it. I knew like that kid's not a vampire. Man, I want to watch it. Like damn. <laughs> 
like I, I'm gonna watch it just because I still want to see how that how they how they do that thing. Right. I do feel like that's still an interesting <laughs> dynamic. That's such movie goer talk too. But damn, I'm mad he's not a vampire. Oh, <laughs> oh that was great. <laughs> and the thing is, he just stayed there like, let me go, like. <laughs> and it is. He figured out the whole movie just off the trailer. But movie, yeah, man. I would have been like, I'm about to go see this. No one ever knew. But it was an interesting take yeah, on, like, and, and, on the vampire mythology and, and that it was a it was I thought it was interesting when I watched I do, it. I do. I will say that that is very interesting and I, and and how they use that being a vampire driving that theme to kind of focus on the socialization right. isolation as a kid being picked that was on what bullied. made me think about it when you said the isolation yeah. part. That's what popped that one back into my head. So I'm definitely going to check this movie out, but I still I want to see an actual vampire movie like that, like where the guy is or the girl is just comfortable. Oh, God, I'm going to say something super controversial in a second after I get finished with this Was thought. It? But I just want to see somebody that's, like, comfortable with the isolation who does not, like, is literally just a bloodthirsty, like, I'm a vampire. It is what it is. Like, I would love that. Let Did me say Did you this. watch this? Only Lovers. Only Lovers Left Alive? This was, uh, what year, 2013? I don't think I'll see this yeah. one. I haven't watched it yet either. I'm going to keep my controversial but, comment. I don't want to mess up JP's podcast. But it's not. It's fine. But it is uh, It is along those lines of focusing, like, it's. I think it focuses on three vampires throughout the ages, okay. but it touches on those themes of, like, at the end, only lovers are left alive. Like, only the people that you love are left alive because right. they are also vampires. Which that opens up a completely different dynamic because if you're a vampire and you're aware of what vampires are how would you act and how would you feel you would probably would turn the people you love into vampires just so you and it's never Jim be Jarmusch alone. have you ever seen any of his other movies like Ghost Dog no, Jim Jarmusch he's an interesting director you being so reclusive and everything is probably only going to make people more interested in your music I didn't even know that yeah. Anton Yelchin was in this oh man I'm so what disappointed that he died he died a really Hello. stupid way yeah, too. too. That's that's Nine even worse. Car and park that's even worse. What he he Yo, didn't put his car in park, and he went to go open and his he gate. He went to go open his gate and his car. Check his mail, and the car pinned him against the gate, and killed him. Against the gate and killed him. And he was a good actor. He was. Did you man. see the Green Room? I did see the Green Room. Check this out, guy. I play video games with. No, not the Green Room. That's the Green Book. I'm sorry, I didn't see the Green Room. The, the Green Room. It's on Netflix too. It's a it's a uh, a pretty tense movie. Uh, it's one of Anton Yelchin's last ones, but the guy that directed it and stuff, I play video games with one of his buddies. Wow. So, like, he's always like, dude, my boy's new movie's on Netflix. He did the, um... Uh, I like her as an actor. I do, too. Swinton. I She's do too. bizarre. Oh, uh, we gotta talk about Hollywood or Oscar Snuffs, but yeah. Okay. Uh, into, I think it's Into the Dark. There's a movie that came out on Netflix recently. It's got, uh... Alexander Skarsgård and a couple other people in it but that's one of his movies so like every time his buddy's about to have a movie come out he's like start looking for this it'll be on Netflix soon it's my it's another one of his movies see well we got the plug right there it's always a bit weird with family you looking awfully pale there Dr. Caligari is that the really good stuff precisely you've been pretty lucky in love though if I may say so I wish that I had a bad person. Cool culture. Cool culture. Or human. The cast. Mia Wasikowska. That certainly was visual. <laughs> Jim Jarmusch, though, is interesting as a director anyway. So I wouldn't be surprised if this movie's yeah, a, very, a very off. <laughs> The normal path, yeah, for sure. I think, as far as like snubs, I think Tony Collette 
should have been nominated for Best Actress for Hereditary. Hereditary was good. Hereditary. I watched it. I watched that with my son and with my mom. Trail, got damn it, CDs, hey, man. man. <laughs> like my bad, man. I Hereditary that. was phenomenal. Great pacing, great shots. It is currently on. I want to say Amazon. If you it's, got Amazon Prime, it's, it's on there. It's I worth do. it. It's, it's yeah. worth watching. And like that's a movie. I just can't explain how great that movie was to me. And the reason I love it, going back to how I love, like, um, you know, classic movies, it had themes of Rosemary's Baby in it. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that that, like, when I was watching, I'm like, bro, this is, like, paced like Rosemary's Baby. It, it reminds me of that. And just everything about well, that movie did that. And it was, like, the seeds that were planted and how they came to fruition at the end. Yeah. But then it was funny because I watched it with Dylan and with my mom. I bought it on Blu-ray, and then I had to go out to my mom's house for the weekend with her. So we watched it one night. And both of them at the end were like, what? Yeah. And, and, but I got, I was like, sweet. Yeah. I totally <laughs> understood what was happening. Because they were like, it's what? like, what it, 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 there's a point in the movie to where you really are questioning as an audience girl, which I love the director who, and like, how he did that, like, and, and the screenwriters, like, you're questioning, like, okay, is this really happening or is this lady really crazy? It gets to that point of the movie and it's like, you don't know. And you can really still argue that she's yeah, crazy yeah. at the end. It's a, it's a, it ends very oh, ambiguous, and and I love that. This was this was dope. Like everything about this was dope. Ca- it was casted perfect. Yeah, no, it was, I, it was I have very, no complaint. That that girl too, great I mean, great casting, and like and I feel like Tony Collette's performance was so great it almost undermines everybody else's performance who did so great. You know what I mean? Like this was a great movie. She should have definitely been nominated. I'm disappointed that she wasn't. I just when I saw it, I'm like, oh, she's definitely getting nominated. Even the shots, yeah, like dude, this this I was like, no oh, way. That's the same thing. That was sweet. It was like, uh, what's the what's the Orson Welles movie? Uh, it's just so oh god, like, Citizen Kane. Those shots, you know, what I'm saying, reminded me of that. Like this. Well, but if you take it back, that everything was everybody was playing a part. Yeah. Right. Like if yeah. you look at it from that after seeing the whole thing and how it all works. And then I got to a point where I'm like, okay, is she creating the madness with with the characters? Like that? Is she creating right. this? And that's why I'm like, is she crazy? Is she doing this? Yeah. It's so, it's, it's so many. And then the witch was amazing. Like, yeah. So when I saw that and Split, you know you were her favorite, I'm in. Right? Even when you were a little baby. You like Split? You I did like Split. You like Split? Yeah, I did. Did you watch she The Witch? The Witch The Witch is good. It's a little tough mother? because of the language. Because it's all I old English, like the way they speak. That's, that's, that's fair. She isn't gone. I'll tell you what. That part with with the whole glass that, and th- yo. That part was super with, dope. <laughs> with the little girl coming home from the party. Yeah. That part, wow, it was crazy. I, I wasn't expecting it. Me neither. And that's what I'm saying. Like this movie was so amazing. And then when you saw it, you were like, no. And then it, it, it happened. It happened. It's like, it's like no way. It's like no way. And then when they, I don't want to get too much. Not even movie. that. It looked good though. It looked when he went home. Yeah. Which was, that 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 part was a bit Shock. ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I get shocked, but it was a bit ridiculous. Great performance. That kid, whoever that yeah, kid yeah, is, he did they're good. great. He did phenomenal. Like this was so dope, and they didn't even they didn't even put enough in the trailer. Like they left so much out. Like this movie was. I haven't seen a horror movie this good since the first Conjuring. In regards to this being a great movie and still having the themes of the horror elements there, that 
really make you question yeah. a lot. You know what I mean? Like the, the I liked it because it was a little, it was a deeper horror. It didn't yeah. rely just on jump scares. It, it was didn't. more unnerving and unsettling than anything. I don't even think it was that many jump scares in it. Honestly, yeah. I don't think. I, say, I don't know. No. I don't think there were any. I don't you think there were any too hard, Delano. That's it, man. You said what? You too tough, man. I'm really not. <laughs> like, hey, man. <laughs> it, I, it really wasn't no jump scares in this movie. It really focused on family. That was the yeah. dynamic of this movie. And like I said, you get to a point in the movie where you're like, is she really crazy or is this really happening? I don't even remember this coming out. It was low-key. That's probably why I didn't see it. I would say it was low-key. No, that's not the only reason. But I know, but I'm just saying it was very low-key. Like it, it didn't run like that. I it, saw it, it was on my it, radar because the buzz around it was this was the the best horror movie in like the last 20 years. Was the way it was being pushed. It, Plus, it, it was the best ones to come. I read man. Total Film Magazine every month. Okay, I try to. So I'm usually so I'm usually on the pulse of what's coming and i in the that magazine hasn't really steered me wrong i think they did recommend greasy strangler so i do have an issue there <laughs> <laughs> uh but but most times like the things that they, that magazine is like this you need to go see this right. are they're almost always spot so on so in that vein i want you to uh, do me a favor and type in the prodigy trailer i'm not sure if you guys seen this i'm excited for this movie it's kind of giving me the same vibe of a hereditary country, I do think is going to be great, and I'm going to see the country next month. I think I might have. So you mean like the orphan? No, Yo. the, orphan, Yo. it, it, the orphan wasn't it. It was cool, but like it was, it was predictable, funny. and you kind of seen where it was going. And it's like okay, and, and I, I, with hereditary, hereditary kept me thinking. Like yeah. I couldn't figure that movie because out. you're like what, what? Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like you can't. I, it, oh my god, I'm gonna watch it again. Like that movie is dope. Megan never saw it yet because oh, I watched she it, has to see it. I should watch it again. She'll get pissed at me though. She right. does not like horror movies. Nurturing genius. These are little. It's not my genre that much either, though. So Miles is kids we can get are fucking scary. In a yeah, kids oh, no, are creepy. I, I watch them, but kids are creepy for sure. I want to scare my kids. I'm gonna keep you at that. Kids with piercing blue eyes are really scary. That's yeah. a fact. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When your eyes look like ice. Miles is having a very difficult time oh, making friends. He's fucking oh. from it. Yeah. Tell me everything that you remember. I don't remember anything. Miles's brain is extremely well developed. He may need a specialist. So extremely well developed. Miles is dangerous. I don't feel safe with him in the house. Oh my god. He's so different now. I feel like I don't know him. That was a nice play on the shadow. Yeah. Will he always love me? No matter what I do. I'm excited, man. I saw that yeah. movie last. I saw they 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 trailered this. Matter of fact, when I saw Widows, so like, uh, and I, and I was so excited for this movie because I'm like, yo, why would they trailer it that early? But one of the things in the trailer, I, there's more than one. It's like she's in the hallway waiting for the son. He's like having like a bad dream, whatever like that. He's at the end of the hallway, and she wakes up in the middle of the night. Like, what's wrong? He's like, I had a bad dream, and she's like, oh, come here. And he comes, runs up to her. And by the time she gets to her, he's a grown ass man. Like oh, that's dope. At no, this, this yeah. scenes yeah. and like talking about that how we shot dope. stuff. I'm like, oh, that that sold me. Like I was like, okay, it's interesting. I'm gonna say when I saw it, I'm like, must see. <laughs> Gotta see it. 
gotta see it. So I'm excited for that movie this year. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Pet Cemetery. And I think the sequel of it comes out this year, right? Yep, I think so. Uh, yeah. Later on this year. So I'm excited. Those are the movies. I'm, I'm and, and, and you know what? And, and, and I'm I'm liking the cast too. The, the, I haven't checked the casting. Just yeah, yet. well, they got. I think Jessica Chastain is gonna play okay. Beverly. Uh, they got Bill Hader. Um, God, Bill Hader. Who, who else? Uh, from Split, uh, James McAvoy. Okay, he's in it. Uh, oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah, like That's like the, they they've got the some good it. good names behind it. Yeah, yeah, they had enough time. Yeah, right. I'm, so I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Like those movies this year, man. And, oh, I mean, obviously the Avengers, but like no stakes there. Like you know, it's go crazy. I saw when I, I saw it be six uh, hours long this time too. I don't. I don't want it to be because you know, like come on, you know it's gonna That's happen. Like it's That's like, a whole conversation there too. The length like, of movies do they need to be this long? No, I just had this conversation <laughs> with someone. And we were talking about like there are sometimes there's, there's scenes that just are it feels like it's filler. It's not doing anything for the story. Yeah. Why is it? Even and there? that's what I loved about Hereditary. Every scene mattered. Every scene in that movie, like there's not one scene you could take out of that movie that's like. Is any your top five of of last year or just all, top time. Five? all time? I know you're a movie here, but all time. My top five movies are like top five genre. Period. Like just top period. five in the genre. I can't, I can't stand on that. Like, no. when I think horror, like my, some of my favorite horrors, again, the, the Conjuring would definitely be there. Nightmare on Elm Street one. See, oh, I take this stance. My love for movies is bigger than any definite defined list. You know, like can't be boxed. That's cheating. That's cheating. That is, that's definitely that's cheating. cheating. But to answer your question, I, I'm a, I'm a top five guy. I will put it in a top five horror yeah. for me. Rosemary's Baby, Baby would be there. Because I just enjoy that movie so much, The Conjuring, Nightmare on Elm Street One, and Paranormal Activity. Yo, <laughs> hey, hey, look, look for what it did, but it just, I just didn't enjoy it. Did you? Did you watch The any, Witch? Will be there. Did too. you watch any of the other Paranormal Activities after the first one? No, that's where the disservice was. So the first one was okay. The second and third one, where it starts fucking with whole families, and that one's a little more unnerving, right? Like there's mm. a scene in. So the second one's directly after the first one. The third one goes back in the time when the sisters were little girls. So, like, that one, like, the family moves into this big house, and, like, it's all, like, 80s technology. They're using, like, camcorders and stuff like that. But there's, like, this one scene where the babysitter's chilling at her table doing her, her homework, and you see the kid walk out with, like, a sheet over her. And then she turns around, and it just drops. And, like, there's all these weird things that are happening like that where, yeah, you watch that shit at night by yourself, you're... Because there's so many scenes where nothing's happening that you're, when something does happen, it's like, oh shit, yeah. did you just see that? So like, it's one of those movies that just like it follows, where you're, intent, follows you're intently looking at every scene because you're trying to catch it. Yeah. You know there's going to be something, it you don't know when, dope. so you're looking for it. And that was what I loved about It Follows, was that the entire movie, you're on the edge of your seat because you're looking, where is it? Yeah. Where is it? Because you know that's how, that's how it's it. coming, yeah. and you're looking, where's it at? So I had Dylan watch that too. It Follows had me like... So like certain things happen for me as a movie goer like shot, I'd be like, shot in Michigan. Yeah. It was yeah. okay. Heights. Dope. Oh yeah, yeah. You did tell me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me that. We saw they they had a scene in there from like an ice cream shop or whatever like that. I think. And they they yeah. There's a, a couple different scenes all over yeah. the place. Uh, there's some Detroit scenes. There is uh, some like shot down on Jefferson. There the house like the neighborhood was 19 and Van Dyke. That's dope. So yeah. there's like certain things that suck me out of the movie, and it's like okay, now I have to watch it for what it's worth. Or what right. it is like, it follows had me so much. I'm like, this is amazing. This is so dope. Until they got to the beach, 
when they got to that beach and the thing or the <laughs> it started messing with everybody else and it couldn't see it. I'm like, this is utterly ridiculous. And I, it sucked me out of the movie. Likewise, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Awakening. As a fan of movies, I was excited. I'm like, oh my God, Star Wars is coming back out. Uh, like, I'm excited like because right. we haven't seen that in so long. So I go to the theater. Lines are super packed. I'm like conversing with other fans about how awesome this is going to be. And I'm in there. And when Kylie O'Ren took the mask off, and I'm like, that's the guy? I'm not excited anymore. No I, I, I realized, like, oh, my God, I was so excited as a fan that I didn't I didn't even go to watch a movie. I went to be excited as a fan. And then I took a step back, and then I'm like, now I have to watch it for a movie. And it was awful. <laughs> so, like, I hate when stuff like that happens. So, like, long-winded, that's what it follows right. did for me. So, like, around the end of Act 2, I'm just watching the end of Act 2 and Act 3, like, ugh, this is just ridiculous. I've never seen a Star Wars. You never seen Star Wars? I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan. Yo, I'm not a fan. stop. How, how that's a not, movie how are you sin. Not a fan if you, not that's a, fan a movie sin. You've never seen a Star Wars movie? No, not Star Wars, Star Trek, none of that. But how how are you not a fan if Yo, you've never seen it? Don't you gotta what? don't you have to have I probably tasted seen it, to know if you like it? I've probably seen a piece of it. No, like you need to never, go never home and watch movie, The Empire Strikes right. Back, man. I'm offended. If you're gonna watch one, watch it. Watch the Empire Strikes Back. Like that's the one. Like that is the one. Yeah. Yo, don't tell nobody else that. They go, it's trail right on Facebook right. and Instagram. All of that, like yeah. slander him for not seeing Star Wars. Like publicity. I dare you, publicity. <laughs> like I can't believe. Like that's a that's a that's a movie. That's a big movie scene. That's a big one. I'm just playing. Like, no, nah, you ain't playing. <laughs> like, that's a big one, man. Now. Like, dude. <laughs> Yo, man, I can't. Like, okay, let, let's 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 have this conversation. What in the vein of Star Wars? What big budget like cult movie that you think wasn't good in the vein of a Star? Wars? Like, he already established he doesn't like Star Wars. So, I, I will no say like that it. I I like Star Wars, and again, the remove like the the world building, yeah, all that as like great classic like masterpieces of film work nah but as a story in in the building of the world and the brand especially holy right. crap uh oh, yeah. yeah i i like star wars i have the whole collection except for the last one that came out in solo we just watched solo we went to the theater and seen the last the the the, the jedi one, the last yeah, one last, last jedi. um went and seen all that oh that star wars movie comes out this year too i have to see it so i so i went and seen that i had the whole collection of the the previous the, the prequels the original trilogy and some of the other ones like Rogue One and, and all that stuff. Like I have those, right? I was pissed about uh, Rogue so One. so I will watch all of those. Um and I think they're fine, but I don't think they're like, holy crap, this is if I had a picture of what a a movie could be, this is it. Eh, not so much for me. So yeah, huge series, but that's like most of these giant blockbuster series. Transformers, giant blockbuster series. Is it great filmmaking? No. Is it entertaining, mindless, like entertaining? I want to turn my brain off. Yes. yes. Same thing with Fast and Furious. Right. Are you serious that we were what six or seven movies deep on a franchise that was about, was about street racers stealing shit? Come on, it, tur it turned it, now, now. It, now it's turned into heist movies. Yeah. So like that. They're ridiculous. Even, even those trilogies, I respect them for what they do. They're able to cash in on what they are. But is it a pinnacle of filmmaking? No. I think most great movies. Don't end up being blockbuster trilogies, anything like that. Even The Godfather, one and two, great. Third one, eh, okay, Shaking. but not the great. I want to go back to The Godfather in a second. So, but the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, those. It's been a while. I 
rewatched Lord the first Lord of the Rings right. the Fellowship. Great. I started watching the Two Towers. Yeah. And I have some questions. <laughs> I just I just need I just have some questions. Like, yo, these movie, the, the the Two Towers is not as great as people say. That that that's I think after the Fellowship of the Rings, that movie really starts to stretch a lot of that theme and stretch a lot of those plots. Like Gandalf the White. Like what is that? Like how does that work? Like. And I know, I'm like, it just, it just happens. Like, he just is right. in the middle of the forest, and it just, like, happens. Like, no, bro, you died in part one. Like, <laughs> they don't give any, like, really deep explanation. And, again, I'm, I'm not one of those guys that are super into the mythos and read the books or anything right, like that. Right. Just but what I've seen from the movie, I'm, I, I, I don't. I don't. That is a good question, though. I yeah. don't get it. That's you know what I'm saying? Though. Like, I don't get I do the hype. Part. Like, a hype around that movie. Like, I feel like the first one was so great. The second and third did not follow up. And I haven't seen the third in a while, but there's no desire for me to see the third because I'm ice rewatch. The second one I have with it, I was like, I can kind of cut this off. At no part in part one did I want to cut it off. And I, I feel like that's, I, I feel like that. a lot of the times, like going back to Black Bunch of Thrillers, like it, it, it gets to the point to where they, they start stretching the theme out a little bit. And it's like, okay, now there's just a cash grab because the first one was so good. Like the Hobbits, like why would you go do the Hobbit? Like with the Harry Potter, why go do Fantastic Beasts? Like just leave what it is what it is and leave that universe alone. Like that's why I was saying about Star Wars with when we had that deep Star Wars conversation that day. I said, I would like to see other things happening in this universe that doesn't focus on the Star Wars. On the same family, right? It's a, It's been the same family since 1977. Right. Can, we can get somebody else. There's other stories to be told. There's exactly right. like I would have. I would love to see like. And uh, somebody was telling me about the. Uh, but so Knights of so the Republic, along that line though, and I think p- part of the reason why that they don't do that as often is because, for example, Star Wars when they did, the reception wasn't the greatest. The solo story was not the Skywalker family. Yeah, it was a character that you know and it's kind of the backstory. Wasn't super well received. Was it the greatest movie? No. But I think was, that's why though. But and then Rogue One same thing. I mean But the thing about like the Rogue One like you you're you're pretty much giving us a visual aid for a story that's been told for 30 years. Right. We know it. We we know what to expect. That should have been made. Solo, it should have been made. Right. A solo Jabba the Hunt movie. We don't want to see those things. Right. But if go, you t- like going forward with like, the, the universe sure. If if you take it like again, if you want to go back because that's kind of what they're doing. Keep going back. Yeah. Why don't you show us how all the Siths got killed? Right. Because they talk about it, and in the books, they talk about it. Yeah. Again, I've never read them, but just I've heard of these things the, with the whole rule of two thing. Yeah. Where some Darth Lord decided that it would be beneficial if it was only two of them at the same time. So they killed the rest of them. Right. Focus on that story. Because we still don't know a lot about the, the Siths as a whole. Yeah. We know everything to know about, about Jedis. Right. We don't really know that much about the Siths. We know, like, there's always two Yoda. You know, I don't remember which movie that was. It's like, there's always another. Like, that's it. Like, so, like, we could kind of, like, stop and do that. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that would be beneficial. Or the Knights of the Old Republic, which I think is kind of right. the same thing. Like, focus, you can focus on things going around. I let's let, let's do it like this for a visual a i think what cloverfield did with movies star wars can do where it's like the same event is happening but you focus on different people handling that situation like 10 cloverfield lane was amazing it was it was and, and, I, and especially I, because like no one was expecting that exactly and and what it was originally i think the working title was something different but that like you're like oh cloverfield like does it tie together is it the same thing is it the same universe is it, you know what i mean like right this, so that was cool because they can be viewed independently and stand on their own exactly but you understand that it's a whole universe working and i think star wars can do that i just don't th- especially with it going to disney with disney buying everything disney is not going to do that disney is the money machine we get right. it they're and gonna they're, just, they're gonna play they're gonna the, just play pump it out yeah play it say they're not going to take a risk which is stupid from a creative standpoint <laughs> but from a business standpoint i understand it do so, you th- do you think so 
there's there's definitely a point of oversaturation. Absolutely. I don't think Star Wars is the thing that's like after this movie right here, we could be done with Star Wars as a whole and you're going to give us something different. Are they going to do that? Absolutely not because it's again going with the same thing. I know I can get fans in seats. Which is why yeah. I'm really, really, really interested to see how Netflix plays this. Because Netflix has, and we were talking about it offline, has the advantage of a lot because this is the first time that a Best Picture has been nominated and yeah. we don't know how many people actually seen it. Right. So if it wins, Still it completely changes. It I, I started watching it. Beautifully shot. Yeah. Beautifully shot. It's, 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 in, it's in subtitles, but beautifully shot. And if this movie wins Best Picture, it changes everything. It changes everything because now there's no weight on how many people saw something. So I think it gives creatives a more of an opportunity to take a risk. Especially like when you put seven, eight movies out in a year with Disney owning Fox and stuff like that. Yeah. You can you can afford to take a risk and, and, and let's see see what happens. And I, I would love to see that. Even with your big genre movies, like because when you look at it, you could say solo and rogue one were a risk. Granted it's the same yeah. story, but it was a risk. There was no guarantee people were gonna go see that. Right. It just relied on Star Wars. So you can bring us a Star Wars inspired story. So one of the things that I think that Disney until recently has done really well was create standalone stories and that just be it, right? Mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, one thing. Mm-hmm. Aladdin, one, one thing. thing. Like, it was always one thing. It started changing with, what, Toy Story? Yeah. You know, and Toy Story 4 Pixar now. Thing. Now there's a new the Toy Story 4. Which I'm irritated <clears throat> about. But even even then, like, Toy Story 1, 2, 3 still were good movies. The great third movies. one was great. Great movie. You know, and that, that, and that was a great way to end See, it. I can talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great way to end it. But then now it turns into, is the fourth one, was it needed? Is there really a story to tell? And is it just going to be another cash grab with a, some social is. commentary? What's, what's at stake? Like, with each Toy Story movie, you knew it was at stake. The first one. You know what I'm saying? I'm being replaced. The second one, my toy is lost. The third one, I, the, 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 I'm growing, I'm growing up, up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not needed because my audience is grown. What's at stake now? Like, you can't revisit none of those things. You can't lose a toy again. You can't, like, right. what do you, I, I don't understand a fourth one. And it, with the exception of the fact that it's a money grab. So I don't understand yeah. what's at stake. And that's, that's, the, that's my problem with the, going back to the, going back to what we're talking about, the rehashing of everything, the remaking of everything. Like, let's just make great content. There's a kid right now writing the script right now who's never going to have the opportunity to make the movie he wants to make because in order to get into the field, he's going to have to make something he's already saw. Right. And that's, that's, that's very disheartening. That's guidelines, too. And, and, and that needs Standards. to change. And that, that, that definitely needs to change. That's why I like the Sundance stuff. But even to the point of Sundance stuff, it's like, in order for me to make it, because nobody's making a movie with the exception of us that's like, I need to, I want to be there. Like, I just want to make great content. Right. Like I think that's what what's the heart of the like the nature of the of, of us three like just making the great content and let the work speak for itself. You don't have Agreed. to go to Hollywood. Hollywood can come to you. Well, and that's, well, that's if you even want to deal with them though. Yeah, you don't have to, especially with the Netflix, the Amazon, the streaming yeah. stuff. Which is why, again, if Roma wins, it changes a lot. It changes a lot. It changes a lot. And I just think people don't understand that, man. I really am interested to see what happens with, you know, everything going forward with movies. Like, I, I'm tired of seeing remakes. I'm tired of seeing, you know, pointless sequels. I'm tired of a lot. Like, I just want to see original. That's why I enjoyed Hereditary. You you can't, like, you're always going to have the same things. Mothers and daughters, families, fathers. And you're always going right. to have those things. But you don't have to present it in the same way. Right. If you do want to remake something, remake something that was bad and try to make it good. Like, I would love if they went back and remake The Last Airbender or give us another Avatar yeah. movie. You know, not the Avatar James uh, what's the guy's name? Titanic. 
James. Oh yeah, James Cameron. Yeah, not the James Cameron not Avatar, the, but the, the actual. People. Yeah, the, the, the last Airbender. The last Airbender. Like I would like for them to remake that because there's great content there and there's an audience for it. Right. Or if you just branch off and do uh the Adventures of Kara, like you can go there, like do something like that. Do something like even if you want to go there, even though I think it's impossible, but like give us a Mortal Kombat movie that was good. Give us a Super <laughs> Mario movie. Please give us a good Mortal Kombat like, movie. Like a movie yeah. that was bad that had potential. Like because people are still buying Mortal Kombat as a game. Yeah. Like the next one is getting ready to come out. I think right. the twenty. If you're one of them, I'm not mistaken. People, and people are excited. So, yeah, yeah, I am. You I can grab that. You can go make that as an audience, <laughs> and then and you can redo it and really put something at stake because the right. first one was so ridiculous, and the sequel was just like. Well, so but that's see, there's an issue there, right? And that's one of the ones that I think collectively the video game industry is waiting for is that translation from video game to film. To this day, no one has. In reading video game magazines and culture and stuff like that, right? There's there's never been that great video game movie. I think Tomb Raider was that. All, it was a good movie, yeah. but even that, the first one, to the to the, the first one to the the, the okay. video game world wasn't that great, right? Right, because and that's one of the reasons why, like, I love games is there are so many good stories, and that's the same thing why I love comics because there's so many great stories with awesome visuals too. I mean, like, literally, I'm reading this one. It just I just finished it. It's called I Hate Fairyland, and it's hilarious because it's this little girl gets trapped. She she gets a trip to Fairyland, and she has to go on a quest to get out, but she's just stupid, so she can't finish the quest. So she gets trapped in Fairyland her whole life. That so she looks hilarious. like a little girl, but she's like 30 years old, and she swears like every swears like you mother fluffer and stuff like that. Like it's hilarious. And so then another girl there, and like Fairyland wants to get rid of her, and she drinks and she smokes and she's killing everybody. <laughs> Like, it's super Yo, gory. That would be funny as a movie. But it's an original fucking idea. It's hilarious. And the way they, t- like, tied it all together, it was, it was awesome. And so, like, those I are... I would pay to see that. That's outside like, the box. Right. And, 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 and that's where, like, video games can be outside the box. But that translation to film, Super Mario Brothers, jeez, uh, Mortal Kombat, um, Street Fighter, Double Dragon. Double like, Dragon there's been so trash. many... Tr- They've all those were all trash movies. They were. I mean, believe me, I as a kid didn't recognize that Mario was trash. I thought that movie was no, sweet. I know it was trash. Right? Now that you just brought I mean, it up, I just think about it like that. That was trash. That was right. bad. But but so like that's the thing is that even like the the big one, right? The 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 biggest movie in recent history that was like this is going to be great was um World of Warcraft. And the reason why everyone hoped that that was going to be great was because of who was directing it. And he directed Moon, and he directed a couple other movies that were, it's uh, uh, David Bowie's kid, uh, that were good, considered really good movies. So they're like, here's a guy that's got a good pedigree, he's shown he can do good movies, he's going to direct the hell out of this, it's going to be the best movie. And it didn't turn out to be the best movie. But So is that uh, a director being limited because there's so much behind this product? I mean, World of Warcraft is one of the biggest games in the world Mm -hmm. forever. So is it the weight of all that and the studio being like, no, we have to do this to kind of cater to the fans? I I don't know. I think And and his hands are tied? Because I've read those interviews too where a director's like, what you saw was not what I made. Yeah, we see it that totally a lot. Yeah, it totally got chopped up. Studios stay away from movies. Like, that, that. there needs to be a separation of power. It needs to be, trust me or not. Like, 
if you fire me, get it. Do get into what you do. But if there's a director there, let him do what it, what, what he needs to do. I think it. I think it's a combination of that, and I also think it's a combination of people not being passionate about the content. I do think sometimes directors get involved with stuff as a studio buying a product right. or a property and saying, "Hey, this is what we're going to make. We're going to get this high end director," and I'm not passionate about it. It's like I learn about it after the right. fact instead of finding somebody who is passionate about it and letting that person be the driving force with it. Because if you get that, I know the content and I can make the content work. And I think sometimes that's where we Delano's get. got like two phones over yes, here, different know, alarms know, or different know, calls, I know, man. I know, He's I know, I know, being I know. blown up. I don't even know what he do. <laughs> Yeah, I want to know what I do. Hey, yo, chill. <laughs> but I think I think that is um, the dynamic that needs to be um, kind of reviewed and looked at. Like if, if somebody were to make, I think an easy one, and and and, and it could be so, super simple to translate to well, like a black uh, Call of Duty. I think Call of Duty would be a very easy video game movie to make because it's the army. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shoot him up, bang, bang. But you can get into super spy, spy-ish spy stuff with black ops. You know what I mean? I think that would be the better one because it's more marketable. It's more entertaining because we have... we don't. But you already to... know that's going to go off the rails because they're going to have to put zombies in it. <laughs> I didn't know that. I said, and I don't, right. I don't play video that's, games. That's so one know. of the most popular game modes that Call of Duty yeah, introduced was, was with the zombie so mode. So then you go there and you make a zombie <laughs> Call of Duty movie. And you put Dwayne Johnson in it. You yeah, don't put right. Dwayne Johnson in it because it's in everything. But think about it. When's the last time we had a good army movie or a good zombie movie or a good spy movie? We haven't had one in a while. We're due. So uh, let me ask you this, uh, because you're, when's the last time we had these good movies? Uh, you heard about Ghostbusters, right? You know they're making a new Ghostbusters. Yeah, I, did. I heard no, about it. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, after they so, made the all-women cast Ghostbusters? So, and, this, like this, is, Yo, and this is a topic, right, <laughs> that I think we see, because this just happened with Halloween, that last Halloween that came out. There is now a tendency to say, never mind this. We're gonna erase all that and just. Boop. So that's this. what this new this new Ghostbusters is. The new Ghostbusters is directed by the son of the guy that directed the first two, and it is ignoring the all women's Ghostbusters. Okay. This is a continuation of the original story. This far in the future. So it should be good then. Hopefully, no, it it's be not. Good. It's if not. they're skipping over that women's Ghostbusters, it should be good. Here's why it's not going to be good because what's the story? What's at stake? I feel like Ghostbusters should go in the direction to where Oh, there's all kinds of theories of what the story is, what's at stake. But but it's not it's like if you think about it, if Ghostbusters really exist, put Ghostbusters in a conjuring universe. So there's you know a lot I mean? of right, there's a lot to of where it matters. That would be it, it that would, would make, be a real Ghostbusters would be pretty sweet. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, be, so yeah. this is this is all there is. So you didn't like Tokyo Drift? Sure <laughs> 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 <Trust an actor. laughs> Yo, don't come at me, man. I'm a DK <laughs> over here. I mean, if we just cutting out movies, it don't matter. There's a lot of movies that get made. That so, this shot right here leads people to think Sam Raimi's behind doing something with it because it's very Evil Dead-ish. Hmm. Evil Dead was good. Yes, it was. I've seen that. not excited you already went into it with that mind frame i know i went into it with the mind frame of it could be something but like it's a teaser trailer it's not enough but so, just the thought of the making one it the one theory that i would be kind of i could see doing is whoever is in that barn working on that crap that's little oscar from the first from the second one the one that was the 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 guy the carpathian dude yeah, in the painting yeah, was trying to take yeah. over sigourney weaver's son yeah that that's that's Oscar in there. I wouldn't be mad at that, but then again, it still goes to where's the plot go? Where's the storyline go? Yeah. Like that just that just tells us who that character is, and I would be I'm, I I would be good with that character, but 
I think you don't have to give us the same. Like the thing, the thing about Ghostbusters is it's hard to duplicate that because of the cast yeah. or the humor. If you do do Ghostbusters, bring Real Murray back. You know, that, what I'm saying? And, and definitely, that's, and that's like, what they're thinking. Bring, they're, they're, I mean, that's the fan theories. Like, is that's what's gonna happen again? Like you can, you can make it. A, a, a kind of like a deeper movie to where like all of the other guys have died like they were like killed by ghosts or right, something like right. that and Bill's Murray's retired he doesn't want to deal with or, it or you know a, I mean? a traditional passing the torch yeah something the, like cause that because like that didn't happen in this last one they just made cameos none of them like passed the torch off like you're the new ghost. like how Arnold Schwarzenegger did in, with The Rock in whatever movie that was when he had that old passing which is you know whatever but what's the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I know that doesn't matter but like best Arnold best Schwarzenegger one? yeah Wait, you mean like my favorite or the best one? No, the best one. I mean, there's really only one answer here, guys. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm gonna say I mean, the Predator. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that, my favorite. That, that's that's the one. That's the one trail. <laughs> what What was his most popular? I, I don't know. Not his most popular. Probably True Lies. One. True Lies was dope. That, that was. Good, I think man. that one got the most. Like Erasure he was, was dope. he was riding high. On, oh, I on am true disrespectful. Lies. disrespectful. He was a, a, Stop. A barbarian. Wait a minute. Conan? Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Jesus, forgive me. <laughs> Judgment Day, Terminator Ju- 2. How <laughs> dare I? Oh, yeah. Say the Predator. I wish I could see the light of it. Like, I, I totally forgot about the Terminator because Predator was so amazing to me. Um, oh, that's tough between Terminator and Judgment Day. The movie mm. when he was Christmas shopping. What movie oh, was Kringle that? All, or, or Jingle Kringle All the Way? way yeah. Jingle All the Way? That no, come funny. on, man. Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop was funny. Kindergarten Cop was funny. Who is your daddy and what does he do, right? <laughs> my, my, our mom says our dad is a real sex machine. Like, there's that Twins was funny. Tw- oh, yeah. Twins, twins too. I wouldn't be mad the to see a with, Twins remake. Movies where like, he were uh, the main character? Uh-huh. What about the one where he got pregnant? <laughs> was that man. Junior? Yeah, that was terrible. That was terrible. The Expendables. I have, the Expendables, look, the first Expendables was good. Was was good. It was good. good. You would like it because it's like in that vein of Transformers. Like I'm not going to see like I know I'm what I'm getting. I'm not going to see a, a, yeah. a great movie. Best it's Rocky. Just... Best Rocky. We, I've been having this debate Ooh. all the last few weeks. When he fought Creed. That's Rocky one. Well, that's Rocky, Rocky one and two. Okay, and two, I think two. Yeah, two is a rematch. Mm-hmm. One then. I'm taking one. One was the one that, that really put him on the I think he yeah. won an Oscar for one, or he was Oscar nominated. Yeah, that's the one he wrote. Yeah, yeah he, he wrote, wrote it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, or if you want to just go classic, you know, U.S. versus Russia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. That, that line yeah. is amazing. So I've been having this debate because my pastor said that. Or do uh, you want to count the creeds? If I count the creeds, I still say Rocky Three is the best Rocky. I feel like Rocky. I still haven't seen Creed two. I wanted to. Really I haven't bad. either. Get, but again, this goes to back to being finally being predictable. I seen, yes. Oh, it's a movie you seen. seen some y'all. I haven't seen. It. So tell us, is it worth it? Like, give us your give us your Creed two breakdown. See, I ain't really good on breakdowns. Like y'all, but I like it though. I like it because of the father aspect though. Like he still was. Uh, he well, you know, in the first one they say he was fighting for his father. Yeah. In this one, he was trying we, to get away from that. In in a sense though, and. Rocky was asking, like, what are you fighting for? And he was like, I'm fighting because I like to fight, basically. Mm-hmm. When he was fighting to get out his dad's shadow. So he was getting his ass whipped at first because he was fighting to get out his dad's shadow. So, uh, I like it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I like it, man. So, like, I'm not a movie I, breakdown guy. You gotta be, man. Like, you gotta be. Especially writing them. Like, Ooh. you know, you gotta, you gotta be. But, um, 
I didn't see it just for that reason, but I think Rocky Three is the best Rocky because I feel like it focuses on the dynamic that I think most of us as human beings go through. Rocky One, and he was the hung, he was hungry, he was the underdog. Right. But Rocky Three, he's not the underdog anymore. He's not hungry anymore. He's, he's actually to it. He's comfortable and too. Is that the one with the robot? Yeah. Was no, no, that's Rocky Four. That's Rocky Four with the robot right, Butler. Right. Like, but he's too comfortable. He's got Rocky three, Clubber Lang. Then Clubber Lang. Yeah, he gets to yeah. a point to where he's not hungry, he's not starving for. He doesn't want it. He got to learn to move. He gets to a point where he has he's doubted himself. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't have the confidence. Those eye of the tiger. You know what I mean? Like his, his trainer dies. You know what I mean? He goes through a transition yeah. as a human being, and he really has to earn his stripes because he realized that I haven't been fighting and taking it, but I haven't right. taken on a real challenge. It, it makes me think about a story I heard with uh, Jesse Owens. Now, Jesse Owens was the fastest man at one point in time or whatever. He won the Olympics, but what people don't know about his story is that two weeks before that Olympic race to where he won all of those medals, he hurt himself playing with some friends of his in his old neighborhood, right? And what happens is he injured himself, and he didn't think enough of the injury to actually go get healed. So what happens is after he breaks all these records, after he becomes the fastest man, he goes to Nebraska and gets smoked by a black dude who nobody even knows. Smokes him in a race. And it's because of that same reason. I didn't desire right, to right. fix what was broken because being broken worked for me. So you see in the movie where he's talking to his trainer, Rocky Three, he's like, why did you do that? He's like, I did it for you because I needed to keep you confident. I needed to keep you safe. I knew you couldn't beat anybody else. So now he's like, I don't even believe myself because my trainer didn't believe in right. me. And now I'm going to go fight this guy. And then even look when he talks to trainer in the fight in Clubber Lane, look at how he trains the first time. Yeah. I'm a celebrity. I'm Rocky now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he has to really humble himself in a way to win that title back and really get hungry again. And, and, and what's, that's why I like and about what's funny is that happens in real life. Exactly. That happens. So All like, the time. E e even in the fight game, perfect example, Conor McGregor. Oh, I mean, man. Every, everyone's all about <sighs> Conor McGregor, and he's so full of himself that he's not training super great. And then he gets smoked by someone, and then he'll come back stronger and hungrier because – He got smoked. Right. I mean, he's out – partying and promoting whiskey and Got you know suits get, yeah right. get, throwing you know stuff at buses and crap and acting a fool and then yeah then he gets smoked but i mean i guarantee he so like and that's what i i respect him in that in that aspect that he takes those losses and he's humble in his defeat at first he starts talking <laughs> shit shortly after right but he will come back and he will look better than before but he's fallen into that cycle a couple times now whereas like like ronda rousey she got smoked and she tried to come back and she got smoked, and she got again. smoked again and now she's just gone yeah you know because she's like again not fighting nobody everybody was talking about ronda rossi and i'm not i don't follow um you know mma like that but i'm just like who she fought yeah nobody could tell me that it was like when uh lonzo ball was coming to the league like the trend i kept saying like <laughs> who has he played like he if he's an, i'm like he's not playing anybody like who is he playing to actually determine like i am number one so I just think that is, you I feel know, that way about Markel Fox too. You know, I don't know. That's why I think about you know Rocky. Why I think Rocky Three is the best Rocky. All right, so we're uh, we're fast approaching two hours. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, again, right? Like it just keeps going. See, this is what I'm saying. Like oh, you, you can go. So I want to finish it off because you never saw this. Yes. End on a good laugh, and then we can plug anything that needs to be plugged. But uh, this is the the muscle music Terry Crews <laughs> Old Spice ad. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Terry Crews is funny. He is. My son just watched Malibu's Most Wanted. Oh wow! And Terry, <laughs> Terry Crews is in that. Yeah. Muscle, 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 what?
<laughs> this is Kareem. Like he's still so serious, right? Keep on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> this oh, is a real commercial. Yeah, like, really yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wonder if you really doing that. With like back, I, with his back, I, I need to know. If like he doing that with his back though, because I know you. Can... Uh, that man, is funny. So before we end, I, I, want, I, want, I want, I want to do this for a second. All right. And I didn't get a chance to do this on the last, the last podcast, but. Your favorite movie genre, if you had to pick a movie for somebody to watch in your favorite genre to get them spent on that genre, what movie would you get them to watch? Harlem Nights. Why? Greatest comedy movie ever, in my opinion. Okay. okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's, that's a good question. I see this might take some this, time to this think might about. take some time to think about. So my favorite. And a collection of talent, too. Arsenio Hall, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Red Fox. In their prime. Yeah. yeah. Della Reese. Yeah. Man. Great casting on that movie. Great. I think I don't think Eddie Murphy gets the credit as a, as a screenwriter as he should. Him you know? or uh, Charlie Murphy. Yeah, they don't. And I feel like that we should just highlight that more. But one of my favorite genres, because yeah, I like all movies, but like I, I I steer towards drama because I feel like drama movies make you think a little bit more. I go with my favorite movie of all time, which is The Way We Were. Robert Redford, Barbara Streisand. Yeah, you told me about Barbara Streisand. Go. Like that movie is phenomenal because I feel like everybody at any given point in time could relate to that movie. The movie is about two people who love each other that don't belong together, and it's actually a phenomenal scene. Like if you want to YouTube it because we don't have time for me to break it down, where they're broke break up for the first time at the radio station. I would argue this is the greatest cinematic scene in cinema. Period. And you said Damn. that's your favorite movie all time. Favorite Damn. movie. It's like truthfully, it's that and Castle Blanco. Those are my two favorite movies. Damn! But the last year I went through, with, <laughs> you, you know, top that? you know, know like right. some of the persons that have. But me, see, like, he comes with the that. analysis, though, right? He, he, he just can... because I thought about it like for such <clears throat> a long time because I've watched that movie so like again, like you said, movies. Like when I first watched, it, I'm like, oh my god, that's phenomenal. But then I lived it. Like I literally lived that movie out in real life, and it, it just took on another context for me. Like I watched it again post breakup, and I'm just like, damn, man. Like I relate to that. At the end of the movie, he's there and he's talking to the lady. He's like, you never quit. And she's like, I only quit when I absolutely have to. And she invites him over to dinner, and she's like, he's like, I can't come because if I if I come, we're gonna pick it right back up where we left off, and we know we don't belong together. Damn, that's dope. That's powerful. And that's what I love about the movie. So I would I, w- I would show somebody that. Shit, I, I can't. <laughs> can't talk I can't even. Yeah, I can't even say like a definitive. My favorite genre. Okay, be- just pick a genre in here. <sighs> if I never if if I never saw this genre, and you would show me this movie. Damn you, Delano. Jesus, dude. I'm flabbergasted. I'm taken aback at this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit artist here. Taken aback. <laughs> Mindless <a> spotter. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, shit, man. Today. I, that, that's, a, that's a really tough one. Um, and I'm trying to think like my mind is racing right now. Just trying to like picture something, put something together. I would say just... Uh, I don't even know if it's a, it's a true genre, but just like adventure. I would just say Goonies. I'd go with Goonies as one that just like encapsulates a lot of what I love out of movies, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, it, it, it elicits an emotion out of you 
And to me, like that movie growing up as a kid, that was like the sense of adventure that the world is yours, that you have the power to overcome these things that adults can't even handle right now. Like you can be the solution. I, I like I like that that whole theme that was going on. Great uh, movie. I mean, I could probably come up with something way more thought provoking given some more time. <laughs> like I, I really trying to compete with Lena. I really wasn't. I just I wasn't planning to ask that. I just thought about that as it's ending. I didn't get a chance to ask that last time, but um, you know, that's that. No, it's it's good. You know, it's it's a it's a great question that we uh, we could prep for a little bit more next time. Right, I didn't think about it, man. I'm sorry, you guys. No, hey, it's cool. We didn't think about it, but he did. I, I, I can come <laughs> with it. I can come with it in a couple more. You know, like. Right. Oh, well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I had too that we didn't yeah, touch we didn't. on because the conversation, and that's what I love, and that's why I love like have, being able to go off on those tangents and be able to have a deep, thought provoking, and often humorous conversation where, like, yeah, we start off on this one topic, but it brings to light other things and kind of time together you know i mean go watch star wars we know that's what we got out of this conversation <laughs> absolutely right man like <laughs> i will i will you know it was, it was a good time i appreciate both of you coming hey, man, on i appreciate you hanging on the get up you. and obviously delano is not going to be the last time trial hopefully not the last no, this time is the first time all right yeah. all right like that like that thought uh anything to plug delano as always man uh business as always if you want to chase your dreams come see me uh facebook delano bridges email delano bridges at yahoo uh d-e-l-a-n-o bridges like the bridge you drive or we'll just throw with an s <laughs> at yahoo or facebook wow like, i have to i had to do that just working on the phones and stuff like that but yeah man like i, I help people achieve their dreams and that's kind of what I'm, I'm my goal in 2019 is to at least get 10 business owners like off the up off the ground like good goal. possible like i want to make sure like it's, it's all idea and network consulting so i try I'm, i want to make people achieve their dreams you know what i'm saying challenge them and challenge their perspective because like i always <laughs> say and i said the last time corporate america or nine to fives are not going anywhere you might as well chase your dreams and try and then if you fail you can always go back but you won't fail well said i should have went first <laughs> <laughs> can't follow, you can't follow this guy up, man. dang well my name is trail right trail t-r-a-l-e last name right with a w-w-r-g-h-t uh that's it on facebook on instagram it's the greatest instagram name ever idris underscore trailba like like, like trailba. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not on uh twitter as much not yet anyway um I do have my own production company, which I all right. There right now, go. I'm just doing uh, comedy shows, and we'll be writing and we'll be shooting a short. Yeah, we're shooting a short. Shooting That's a short, happening. getting a short out there. This, I want to say, this summer. Okay. This summer. This summer. Not, but, not even saying it's going to happen this summer. Yeah. Saying that's going to be the first of many projects. So. All right, and then if anyone wants to get a hold of you, comedy shows, that kind of stuff, one of those those ways that you just put out. Yep. Cool. Most, more than likely, uh, Facebook. Trail right. All right. Sweet. We do respond to messages, but again, just come serious. Like, don't waste time. Don't 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 dishonor yourself by wasting your own time. Yeah. Reaching out about something you're not serious about. If you're looking for casting, reach out to us. Reach out to Trail. If you're looking to try to achieve your dreams, reach out to me. And again, just take it seriously because, like, after that first conversation, if you're not serious, we're not following up. And we do take it serious. Definitely. And if, and again, with the getup, if you're serious, you want you know chasing your dreams, chasing your passions, and you are serious as we've just said. Uh, feel free to give you know get a hold of me uh you can reach me at contact at thegetupshow.com check us out at thegetupshow.com we're also on facebook the get up show podcast support the creatives yes definitely support artists support creation uh you know chasing your dreams making a difference don't forget to follow on instagram twitter uh you can listen on itunes spotify google play music uh, all the the popular ways uh, but don't forget to follow like and uh comment
Thanks again for listening to The Get Up. Like what you heard? Think it sucked? Or are you trying to do something other than just the normal 9 to 5 and you want to share your story? Then hit me up. Send an email to contact at thegetupshow.com. Follow the show on Instagram and on Twitter at The Get Up Show. And don't forget to visit www.thegetupshow.com and check out the links for our guests. 